0: Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 112 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. And jingle. Welcome back, I'm Ben, and once again I'm joined by Blood Tithe, Ben. BT, how you doing? Hello, doing very good, thank you. How are you? Not bad at all, and we are also joined by fellow traveller and bonehead Miltonio Banderas. Milton, how's it going? What's going? Good, thanks. Apart from the trees.
1: Yeah, the hay is starting to hit. I can't believe other it. Other than that, all good.
0: We've come out of winter and everything. And, well, we haven't even come out of winter, and already it's like, ah, now, different weather table. This one's all about allergies. <laughs> <sighs> and yeah. uh, and normally we would be joined by Trips, but Trips is just just winning at life, to be honest with you. He's got a very busy week, and is Chloe, is his daughter's birthday today. So they've got party shenanigans on. So bless him. He's been too responsible to come with us down to play sevens in Nottingham. Down? Up? In Nottingham? very much oh, up yeah let's go up yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah very much up and uh now he's, he's missing out on the pod but he will be back again very 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 soon now kind of spoiled the lead there but bt what's episode 112 about
2: uh we're going to be reviewing blitzing zevans which is the tournament we went to at warhammer world um uh, it's the first blood bowl tournament of the new edition is that right
0: no no maybe the no, first, is that, oh, is the first weekday warhammer first one, week one yeah because yeah. they they've done the uh they do the a couple of the guys there were talking that like they'd done the um the super bowl one a couple of yes, times of course yeah which, yeah which would be amazing but no it was cool to play weekday warhammer blood bowl sevens was very very cool so yeah we'll be talking about that today and uh obviously the usual hobby and games and some blood bowl news see i'm not good at this bit this is why i always get you to do this bit there but... <laughs> anyway let's talk blood bowl news Okay, so Blood Bowl news from an official Games Workshop point of view, there is no Blood Bowl news and there hasn't been any updates since the last episode. However, to, is it tonight? Is it tonight? The Adepticon preview? It's, yeah, well, yeah it hours, must be tonight, yeah. Six hours 33. Uh, I need your guys' input on this one, because if you scroll down, you will see the Adepticon preview has got Warhammer 40,000, the other Warhammer 40,000, the Warhammer 30,000, Horus Heresy, Age of Sigmar, Warhammer Squares and Shapes, Kill Team, and Underworld. So all featured there. There is no Blood Bowl, but there was that thing in the community, wasn't there? That post saying, you guys, don't forget you do Blood Bowl. Uh, and they were like, oh, Blood Bowl news is coming soon. Um, I, I guess I have... I, mm. Yeah, I know. I
2: don't know if that would mean this tournament. I think they're just saying at some point in the near future, we'll yeah. probably hit something. Um, do, yeah. do they
1: have a history of like not following the slate of what they've p- published? Because I don't think they do. I don't think they did last year, did they? Like no. It was bang on exactly what was there. So.
0: I'm being a bit hopeful, I think. Well, not really <laughs> hopeful. I'll tell, tell you what's going to happen. I'm... I'm kind of glad because this time last year is when the Norse team was revealed, which, which on one point was like it was well exciting. Uh, on the other point, it was the it was like four a.m. and I had to talk really quietly, not to not to wake up Tiff. So I'm kind of excited that I don't need to get up at two thirty a.m. today. Um, on the other point, I would bet money that I will be awake at two thirty a.m. I, my body will wake me up and be like, "Hey, there's stuff going on, Ben," and it'll be really <laughs> aggravating um yeah i i I mean like let's assume there's no blood bowl news here okay uh this is a blood bowl podcast what what's the next event that we might see stuff happening oh god i don't know when these events are is it nova is that a thing uh when's warhammer Warhammer
1: Warhammer yeah
0: yeah yeah, that's in
1: summer though isn't it yeah
0: yeah, it's summer enough for our there noses to be on fire right now. So it's summer enough for Games Workshop to release the next Blooming team. <laughs> uh, it's early May bank holiday. So yeah, that's pretty soon. Oh, okay. it's not far. So, end no, of April, May? early May. May is full yeah. of bank holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, May Day. Well, because well, we've got the early May holiday. Then we've got the late May holiday. And then we've got the yeah. king holiday, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So it's, yeah, yeah. 29th of April, 1st of May. I reckon we will see something there. That's that seems like a decent time. Like if it gives them time to do all this new edition for forty k. That's totally rumored. <laughs> um, and
0: then, <laughs> well, that that yeah. is that was going to be my next point. Is like, okay, let's assume that the the best game of all is not getting any news, um, because we're the best fan base. So we would obviously it would be advertised. Um, what are we going to see? What are we going to see at the Adepticon preview? Let's do some speculations.
2: I do. I'm really sold on this new edition thing, and the the, the rumors there putting in now like they've done like a whole new website and it's like the and that i've seen a lot of things out there is speculating to this this new 10th edition 4 k which is odd um i i think it's actually probably is about the timeline i think just time's gone so fast probably is actually about, Did,
0: about now was um this edition during covid i assume so just the start i think mm. i think it's 2019 actually yeah in which case um like no wonder it feels kind of kind of quick is because you know i mean you got we know what it's like for the for a blood Bowl point of view if like hey here's a new edition of blood Bowl now stay inside um yeah it's kind of like feels like ages and from a 40k point of view like that, if that's half the season um where the rules set that no one could play then you don't really get the meta. I, I mean, I watched a lot of forty K streams recently because I don't know, just it's it's fun to watch. It's like watching a Saw movie, isn't it? Um, it's kind of like, oh golly, I'm glad I'm not those people, but they do seem to be enjoying it. Uh, although they don't tend to be enjoying it in a Saw movie. But I would <laughs> like to play a game. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, missing half the edition is pretty bad. But I mean, we saw it was
1: twenty twenty actually as well. But oh. Yeah, it was like. What? Were right the
0: Primaris
1: summer. out before the edition? Then
0: that
2: was.
1: Eight. Oh yeah, no, they were. Eight, yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I bought that. Eight was way back
0: with well, the human theory. money. Yes. I played nice. a game of 40k with against Craig, and then thought it was great. And then they did that classic thing of like, well, you've seen the first book, and then it's just kind of like here's another one, and another oh. one, and another one. And it, 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 yeah, it's man. When they did 8th board. edition
2: with all the indexes, we yes. just bought the index and you had like every army. Books. That was the best. That it was. I think was... that was the time when 40k was the most fun for me
0: which is like no bloat it was just pure game and i loved it uh warhammer yeah. fantasy battle sixth did the same thing they transferred over and gave away this ravening hordes booklet with army lists for every book and that was absolutely peak warhammer as well mm. uh, that was before oh. they brought in the oh roll a dice to see how far you move and it's like oh cool monopoly with armies um <laughs> and they you know Change the charger. Can you imagine how horrific would that be if in Blood Bowl you were like, "Cool, I'm gonna blitz." Okay, roll two d6 to see how far you can move. Okay, if you fail it, that's it. That's your blitz gone. Spin around, point to a man. That's the man you have to punt. No, what is this? What is this? (laughs) None of that. Um, but no, 40k tenth. Uh, I mean, I would, I would love it if it was just, just like, (laughs) it was just Space Hulk. I think it's
2: by the looks of it. That looks like like what it's going to be. I think it's 10 versus Tyranids. It
0: would be so funny if they did a massive switcheroo here. Everyone's like, oh, it's 10th. Oh, it's 10th. Like, oh. Well, they've just brought all the boarding action stuff.
2: So, like, they're doing all the boarding (laughs) action stuff straight into Tyranids and it's very Space Hulk.
1: Are we going to get new NID models then?
2: I think so. I think that's the idea. What,
1: like Ranger the, like like, yeah, the, yeah, the, the termagants and the homogons <laughs> are like a very old kit and they're, <laughs> they're rubbish like, do, in, do you in terms remember, of their structure.
0: Do you remember when they did new models for the Eldar, though? That that were like just exactly the same as the old Guardians. I don't think I was born when Oh no, oh, yes. oh no, no, Sorry, recently, yeah. Mm, yeah recently. Yeah, yeah, like the last three or four years, they were like new guardians. So I was like, wow, they look exactly the same I'm as saying, the old guardians. They're just a little bit taller because everyone got taller, which personally upsets me greatly, because that never happened to me.
2: You want it to go the other way, you want it to go.
0: <laughs> I'm down here <laughs> at five like... at five eleven on a very good day where I'm lying. Um <laughs> 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 okay so space hulk confirmed for this one um yeah that'd be interesting i'm really excited to see the new edition of 40k i mean i don't think it will ever sucker me in i think the boarding actions was actually quite a good way of doing it but they've they've ramped it up they've the speed has been so fast that i think i think for a lot of passive players that this stuff has to be around for a good year so you can see it before people will, for a lot of people, like if we get like a second wave of adopters. And I think we've seen that for Blood Bowl as well. Like Blood Bowl release, yeah. all the, you know, old school players you know played it yeah. and then and then you get like this second influx of like, oh everyone's playing blood bowl you know 40k it feels like they go at pace and it's kind of like oh, everyone's playing 40k then it's a case of oh everyone's miserable playing 40k which we saw at beachhead um and then they're like oh everyone's playing boarding actions it's a new game and boarding actions is gone no one's saying that <laughs> what boarding actions i don't think anyone's playing boarding no. yeah. the, the, the internet internet that. is it looks it looks interesting yeah <sighs> But I guess that's mm. why I'm yeah. sitting here in my world of still-sealed Necromunda models.
1: That, that's a real thing, though. And I actually feel like like I really like the 40K universe and setting everything. And every time I try and get into it, I'm like, by the time I've got myself motivated into a position where I can get into it, something else is hit. And I like <laughs> lose that momentum because it's just like, oh, okay, there's another thing to learn. Nah, nah I'm, I'm okay. I'm, yeah. I'm good.
0: It's like magic a little bit, isn't it? Like um like oh i'm gonna jump into standard and then rotation is just right around the corner um i mean it's interesting that you kind of we can look across the way and see that happening in we came i mean i think we had a really good discussion the other week on release speed for games workshop for blood bowl um and how kind of i think i think the pace is good enough so that people can actually just it's not like okay what's what's different right now and it's a case of uh, nothing it's just a little more mm which I... Well, hey, more Blood Bowl is more better. So, that's 40k, uh, Age of Sigmar. I mean, what would you want to see here? I feel so out of the loop in Age of Sigmar, man.
2: I, I can't. Game. Like, I think I put all of my spare resources into trying to keep up with 40k. <laughs> and I just, am just like... Whenever I play Sigmar with friends, I'm just like, look, you're just going to have to tell me what I need to do. I'm just going to roll the dice that says on the sheet here. That is from a book that apparently has been replaced. And... Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I feel that doing both is really challenging. I, so I I actually couldn't even speculate on this one. Oh, I'm, I'm I think we talked about it on
1: the on the ride up to Warhammer World a little bit, didn't we? Because oh, I mean, no. I've, I've, we like I play Age of Sigmar. I don't know how they like version it. I think it was like one basically going into two, so a bit of two. Like this the second sort of big rules release, and I enjoyed it for a bit. That Although, was before you
0: got deported, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah, Uh, um, And yeah, when we were talking about it in the car, I was like, it just sounds like a completely different game, even from like, what was played back then, as in like, the rules have changed again, it's become a bit more complicated, there's more things to consider. I mean, it's a great thing that the model range is considerably more extensive than it was back before I was playing, but it also sounds like that's come with a lot of extra complication. because Indeed. there's just so much stuff
0: well this is the difficult thing i think with 40k is that there's only so many kind of different models you can have before it starts being de facto replacement and that happened with the uh sigmarines right didn't it yep. like, yeah like it was a case of here you've got your you've got your i don't even remember what, what are they actually called uh stormcast thank you very much uh yep. yeah you know you've got your stormcast here's all your units that's cool and now they're gone and it's gone (laughs) Um, and now you've got yeah yeah, it's like you've got your strong cast
1: with hammers now they've got javelins and the javelins are slightly better oh now they're riding dragons and the dragons are slightly better
0: (laughs) yeah they're just strictly better yeah it's a funny one now that said uh, i will be completely converted if they drop a boarding actions for age of sigma um because that feels like a, a little a little excuse to get some models and play some games so that would be really cool now the one i really want to talk about because there is a hype train here and it's a complete line a myth and a dream the horace heresy stuff uh there's there's this i mean um the guys over at, uh uh maximal fire are absolutely adamant that epic is returning
2: i i think i would pray this is true that would be awesome
0: uh,
1: well, interestingly, if it was a new game system, it wouldn't be on the slate there because that would give it away, right?
0: Mm. And they have rebranded Adeptus Titanicus in with Warhammer the Horus Heresy in the last few articles. Have they? And they have had you... that thing with the uh the the war hound tied with the different base that landed and everyone's like, What does this mean? And then the picture got removed and like put back in again, uh, but with the base cut off. And everyone's like, This means new bases, this means Epic, Battlefleet Gothic confirmed, everything happened. Um, what was on the base then? It was just a low profile base, like with of a slightly different size. So uh, the, the speculation is that the new base size is so that you can put units on them, on the base, so that they become like playing pieces, like terrain mm-hmm. as well, which, which interesting. is interesting.
1: So, So when you say like low profile, you mean like flatter?
0: Yeah, instead of yeah. being this, it was yeah. less than this. That's, nice
1: that's kind of strange uh gw isn't
0: it okay <laughs> That was aptly described by myself <laughs> so sorry uh it's been a day of explaining numbers to people at work and oh. i don't i don't know how to how to do it again. <laughs> how to how to be a human anymore so like, what do you mean it's less i was like well it was this big now it's not that big um budgeting uh yes um <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah if epic drops amazing i i think i think if and when epic drops it won't be epic it will be a couple of marines or like have some predators or something for adeptus titanicus and i am i'm here to say that that is very cool anyway that's all they need to do just to kind of like string people along for a little bit longer
2: yeah would it be plastic if they were to do that
0: yeah definitely with yeah you know funky resin turrets available at the price of <laughs> 1 child um yeah interesting one and Warhammer Underworlds I mean they do great models uh but I I have I don't I don't think I'll ever play the I game thought, again I thought they had a new set out
1: like a new box set like last week
2: I don't think it was last week
0: no, I, I, there I was bet. a new something, wasn't there? I there mean, was... they
1: they they feel What's like that? they get really regular, steady. Releases, vampire and corn. It. No, the vampire. No, that's came out a while ago. No, warcry. Sorry, that's warcry because I've got it.
0: Oh, oh okay. really? Oh I've got, nice. I've got all the corn
2: boys here. Yeah, Aww. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm getting very bored yeah. of seeing vampires that aren't Blood Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. me,
2: like I I find Underworlds just like extra warcry stuff. I, I like walkrite, just that, like yeah. you know, things to paint up. So when now Underworld stuff is usable in walkrite, I'm just like, oh, cool, cool Warband.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. you can keep yeah. the cards. I also like hearing like in the uh, in the lists and stuff uh, for Age of Sigmar where those units actually get like as role players in there. Uh, I think that's really cool. Mm. Um, seeing that every now and again. So anyway, uh, if Epic drops, if Battlefleet Gothic drops, I will be squeeing. Uh, so apologies uh, on the channel if I get a bit excited and carried away. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's just going to be more good stuff for those good games, for people who enjoy those games. And that is a pretty big win as well. I mean, it would be more of a win if it said Blood Bowl right there. But I'm sure our time will come. Right. Back me up here, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were transitioning. Transitioning
0: to hope. <laughs> uh and it's now gone. Uh anyway, I was just for... the little sting like <laughs> a little. <laughs> right, there is some uh, other blubber news in third party world. There is another Cutie Malls team. I love how the Kickstarter numbers like tick over when someone's back so It's really cool. Um oh. it from Gribo from our friends at Grebo, they've released a Dogs and Cats Kickstarter. It's currently nearly at 30 grand. Um so their target sorted 3 hours to go man why that's a small time tar- that was a short window never mind if you're seeing this on the podcast it's already <laughs> it's already too late that's not been on for a week is it yeah 15th of march it came on oh that is a week yeah i thought we agreed on this podcast that a, that 4 weeks like that a month was the right amount of time for a kickstarter
2: a week is really like it's very short time.
0: yeah I had, this is the first time I'm really looking at it. I saw the previews and thought, that's cool, that's coming, that's great. Tiff was kind of like, oh, yay, cats. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. There's an angle here. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'll talk, we'll look at that when we come to do the podcast and I might get excited and back it. And we're only three hours away from it closing down. They have got some creepy cats on here, haven't they?
1: Yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah, I don't like that. That's really I'm
2: creepy.
0: i not, not a fan. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, the, uh, the I love the digital paintwork they do, though.
2: I. It's not.
0: Yes, it is. I'm pretty. Sure, is it?
2: I'm. I'm pretty sure it's not. I think I thought the same thing, and then you see them paint it. They have painting videos of them doing it. It's not digital. It just looks it. Oh really? I'm sure. I'm sure. I. I might have just dreamt this, but I remember thinking the exact same thing that these are digitized, and then they actually have. Hang on. You guys can talk. I will find. If, I, I would try and like see if I'm going insane or not. Uh, I think it's on
0: their Instagram. That's absurd. If that's real pa- if that's real painting, that is just uh, incredible. Anyway, what we can do is we can talk through the the, uh, the Kickstarter. While Ben tries to regather his grip Validate on reality. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Okay. So there is a blood brood, which is for chaos or blood chaos, in fact, with six hellspurs, for furry furies one bold beast of chaos and four beelzebilly this is the cats so that's the corn roster um i actually do quite like the Cutemals teams uh this they've really gone they've gone all in on this this is amazing and then there's the doggo one which is a human team so six line pugs two bass right so two throwers four blitzers four catchers a big boy Three oh fling huaras, that's good. I like that. And six line pugs. The dogs are great. I love those. It's the it's the little sausage dogs for me that are just absolutely amazing. The <laughs> <laughs> oh. little chihuahuas. That's so good. Have you
2: have you found it? It, it might be digital. It might be digital. It, I'm seeing their paint job, but it's not the same. I think it is.
0: It looks too crisp and too cell shaded yeah, to be digital. No, it is
2: it is digital like okay I, see, I take it back i see these I'm graphics inside and inside. i
0: immediately think i'm gonna to have to pay 99p for some kind of thousand crystals to play this game
2: uh <laughs> like clash of plans yeah
0: <laughs> how do you feel about
2: cutie me I don't think i've think ever asked you yeah but both
0: i mean let's go with milton <laughs> first oh they've got yeah, you know what place
1: like it, it's an odd one um I think at first I wasn't really a big fan, and then I actually played against them, saw them in person, and they warmed on me a little bit. Um, anyway, I'm not sure that I've necessarily—they're not my cup of tea—but I can understand the appeal for sure. Like, I, I get it. I think they would be quite fun to paint. I think they're—they're they're a nice little painting project. They're a little yeah. something a, bit, a little bit different. I'm not necessarily sure I play with them. I think my biggest like challenge with them is that the positionals are not always really clear. I think it was the penguin one. Yeah. Which I think is probably my favorite like look out of the lot, but I was finding it very difficult to tell which positional was which. That was that was really challenging. But yeah, besides that, they're all right. And I, I I can understand why some people like them.
0: I um yeah, I think I had a very similar kind of transition. Like first of all I was like eh, that's just like a one of those weird ones that they have. But I mean, we've seen a couple, we've done a couple of reviews on the channel and actually the the quality is just phenomenal. So it's a really, it's it's an expertly executed alternative way to go that really appeals to some people because like you say, they're, they're cute, they're fun to play, uh, they're fun to paint. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely an angle uh, to, to kind of potentially grab a different player base. Um, yeah. And, you know, TIFF, saw some of the the cats and dogs and was like oh this is quite cool And i'm thinking this is this is quite cool that's a good little angle and they clearly throw as much resource making these teams as i think any company does for a a a normal team and that's that's awesome as far as i'm concerned now ben you're a big uh narrative immersion (laughs) kind of guy you're a grognard ben you you hate fun don't you (laughs) Come on, Ben. Yeah, no, it. I
2: just they're, they're just really, like, not my cup of tea. But I am in the boat where I'm just saying I understand they're really popular and I've got nothing against people playing them. But I'm just saying, like, for me, these are just, like, eh, not not really for me. And that's okay.
0: That is okay. That's okay. It's <laughs> absolutely okay. Now, price-wise, uh, what are we looking at for a team? £67 for the Chaos team, £67 for the Human team. Or a little bit more for some more stuff and a big bundle with loads of stuff. Uh, so actually, seventy quid plus postage for a alternative team is, you know, it's it's bang on what we expect for a third party bloodball team, right? Yeah, much. Which makes this very accessible and a very accessible alternative. Um, now it's been a bit of a quiet period for bloodball. Uh, we had the kind of like the monthly. Uh, Patreon updates in the last episode, and we'll probably hit on those next week. However, I've got something that's got nothing to do with Blood Bowl that I really <laughs> wanted to show because I love this so much. Did you guys ever play Advance Wars? Oh, man, yeah. In the olden times. I love classic games, man. <laughs> I love this so much. So, this company has done a 3D printable, it's, it's an Advance Wars ripoff. And I, I just wanted to show it because it just... I've, we've got some files, actually. So they're on the printer at the moment so that we could kind of print them off and have a look and see what they're about. i Have you got them? This. Yeah, I got some, got some today, actually. Um, uh, Our friend in Germany, which is cool. I messaged him and I was like, dude, this is the coolest thing I've seen since I was 11. Like, I, I please, can we see some? Um, it hasn't provided the rules yet. I don't think the rules are really written. So it makes me a little bit nervous as to how the game will actually play. But... I mean, it's easy to re—it's easy to write rules for a game. It's very hard to make models, right? So I just, I love this. It's cool. It's like this big Lego board and you like print off each of the tiles individually and like clip, click them on. Uh, That's cool. It that you... sounds like there's a
2: lot of setup, but I'm not going to lie, but it's
0: probably worth it. Well, I mean, it's it's a 3D printed board game. Like yeah i think any 3d, 3D printed board game their the setup will be amazing but i mean there will be a lot but i like, this is just a really cool little like project so fun um, oh, what do you need
1: epic for when you've got that then <laughs> yeah i mean play less like straight away but i yes. really really want
0: to. yes i've brought my test prints on the mars 2 pro uh and then uh, as soon as i know it works i can just kind of like spam on the sand twos spray it up That's get a game on good. the go um I think it'd be, I think it'd be really good fun just to play because it love is the just planes. <laughs> the planes are so cool. You get little planes. There's a battle helicopter, a cargo helicopter with individual. They got like separate rotors. You have to print them off separately and stick them on. A bomber, a fighter jet, artillery, oh, heavy tank. It's just carrier. So uh, good. There's mech infantry, yeah. but was oh, a, they're
2: just because Advanced Wars call them mech infantry, don't they? With rocket launchers.
0: Yes, but I think yeah. it's down as mortar in the file, and I've got no infantry carrier oh, okay. in the file. And uh, no scout. Ah, oh, the scouts so good. Are oh, the recon? Um, I don't know. I spent hours and hours and hours playing Advance Wars when I was younger. Um, in fact, me Ian and uh, Lewis Lewis Pew went up to Scotland with his family, and the entire way there, we uh, we played Advance Wars. Like just you have link table? No, uh, actually, he had a GameCube Game Boy converter with a GameCube screen on top of his GameCube. That was plugged in in the car. Oh my word. Uh, Wow. uh, Yeah. And we took it physically. They had a Game Boy,
2: and then instead of playing on the Game Boy, you put it into a GameCube. (laughs) And played it on a GameCube screen. (laughs) In the car. So instead of the screen being
0: this big, it was this big. But I tell you what. It was uh, it was it was very special. We actually took it we took it fishing. Ian made us go fly fishing uh, in Scotland, so we all paid and got our stuff and went down there. And do you know what? There was no fish. We got completely ripped off. Uh, so Lewis and I just sat, ended up sitting down and played some more advance wars uh, while Ian was there, like pretending that he knew how to fish. Ian, well, Hannam, <laughs> Hannam doesn't know how to fish. Uh, if you follow him on Twitter or anything, please just sort of uh, mention that to him because it's bang on the money. But anyway, I, I wanted to show you this because I thought it was a really cool thing. And if guys are there, if you're listening just on the podcast, uh, mini tactics wars is what it's called it's on kickstarter it is stl only and it is it just looks fun he's doubled his goal of a grand and it just is pretty great uh, it's just it's just it's just retro it, retro i i don't know what the game is actually going to play like but I don't care because I'm gonna print a little table and if I can't actually play a game with it, I'm just gonna mount the board on my wall with the units and just frame it or something and just have this little 3D art. Uh and it just I just makes me so happy. I just I, so I want him to succeed massively so he can make a fantasy one. And then we can all like play fire emblem. <laughs> that style game. That would be fun. Instead of just getting a ROM and playing fire emblem
2: i've um i've backed it <laughs> yeah i backed it. I always do this i always do this we talk about kickstarters on the pod
0: and during the pod i I'm just like yeah okay i'll take that uh there is another one that i've also backed that is looking pretty good it's called warside and it is again another homage slash ripoff of advanced wars and it looks exactly the same as advanced wars and it looks like a pc game and this one's also also going and it is just properly advance Wars, so i don't know what's happened like someone must have let the ip slip or nintendo or on holiday or something because this is it's literally just advance Wars. and and i'm excited to play uh,
2: that a... so is oh my word yeah that is just the same uh, game.
0: identical <laughs> yeah i know i can't wait i can't wait to play a worse version that i've paid more money for instead of again just grabbing the rom and playing it
2: To be fair, they did, um, what was it, Chucklefish came out with um, Wargroove fairly recently, which is kind of similar.
0: Oh, yeah. That was basically Advance Wars. That's a good game. Advance Wars with dogs. a, A little slow. A little slow. Ah, oh, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. The, the our German friend who's making the Advance Wars ripoff will do a rip ripoff. And then we can <laughs> have like all the 3D printed bits uh that we don't need. Anyway, that uh that is it for Kickstartery goodness at the moment. I have no doubt there'll be some stuff coming up. And uh we're just gonna check in on tournaments. So we've got about ten tickets left for Dorset Dungeon Bowl. So I think we've just uh, maybe just at forty tickets sold so there is only 10 left to go uh so if you are t- intending to come to i can i just i'm so excited um for a big old dungeon ball event down in Toyment then get your ticket soon but if you go to our website uh, at then you can find the rules set for dorset dungeon ball and you can click on the tournaments bit and it will take you to the tournaments page and you can go and click that and see our events or you can share a tournament if you've got a tournament you're going to. Or you can find a tournament if there's stuff going on. And there is some stuff coming up, actually. We've had a load more submissions. Uh, We've got April Fool's Bowl in Doncaster on the 23rd of April. This isn't sorted because there is also uh, Bruce Bowl coming up on the 22nd, the Bruce Bowl draft. So I need to fix this spreadsheet because there is something missing. Uh, Actually, I may not have actually given it a country anyway head on over to the Bonehead podcast site, check out tournaments. And by then I will have fixed it so that the upcoming tournaments are there. Um, you've got all the links and everything so that if there's an event near you, you can click on it and find out exactly what it is. Um, I think, where is a Doncaster? Dorset Dungeon Bowl 2 in Dorset. Chore Bowl in Lancashire. There's some good stuff there. And I'm hoping that, I don't know, I'd like to get to more events around the country because, I don't know, man, bit of a convert after our little trip yeah oh yeah we talk about that i think i i tell I you know. we missed hobby <laughs> yeah I, yeah i'll tell you let's let's have a quick hobby check-in but then we're going to talk about the real thing okay so hobby games building buying you know the usual ben ben Ben, have you been, have you been doing anything very cool? Uh, oh, I've been decorating as shown
2: on this video here. Yeah. I've been working on this room for a little while, um, which has been honestly kind of like a bit of a dream come true. Um, I really wanted this like kind of like really cozy gaming space. Cause I play a lot of board games, I play a lot of games in general. Um, and I was just like, I was like, well, I went through so many ideas of what style to do this room and some crazy, like the entertainment RPG room came into oh. consideration.
0: Oh, Um, dude, that's insane. Yeah.
2: Then I've got to remember this is my house and we have people living here. That isn't just me. Um, By people, I mean my (laughs) fiancé. And, you know, guests come over and it's like the spare room. So I thought, I'll make it like like a cosy space, get some sort of light academia, dark academia themes, more neutral. Um, Yeah. And so I just kind of made like this gallery wall because, I mean, a gallery wall is a great way to hang frames if you can't be bothered to measure so you can be just like it's art <laughs> <laughs> and drill some random holes in the wall and be like, yeah, what fits? Um so yeah. Uh I went and probably spent way too much money on art. Oh and, um, and picture frames, man. And frames, yeah, it turns out not cheap. Uh some I managed to get second hand, but so These not are many.
0: real frames. This is not just IKEA frames.
2: No, well yeah, none of them actually are Ikea. A couple of benell ones. Um but yeah, like uh uh, what was what was quite cool with this is I wanted small pictures to put in. Um, however, a lot of the art I got from I got from a place called Game Tea, which do awesome art, and it was like the style exactly I wanted. Um, but everything they do is A3, and to get this kind of vibe, I didn't want everything to be A3. So I also got some like printable things, and I made an A2 PDF, and phoned a local print shop and said, do "You print A2," and they said yes. Uh, I said. Like what's sort quality? They said, very. <laughs> and <laughs> and so, okay. I like a sheet of A2, please. Um, and yeah, don't put any margins in. It needs to be exactly this. I've measured everything up. And then, like in 15 minutes' time, went and picked up my sheet of A2 and cut it all out and put it in frames. Oh, so it was great. That's wow. amazing. If you want cheap, like yeah, if you want cheap like mm-hmm. photos of art and stuff like that, just get loads of pictures. Like because often artists will sell the digital files really cheap on like, Etsy and stuff, like two quid just for like a you know, high resolution PDF. And then you can go and go and print it yourself. This whole sheet of A2 cost
0: me like fifteen quid. And the and the quality was very as well. Which it is, was very, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. It was like <laughs> I went for very quality.
0: How much quality um, was like, I want much.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And then that filled all the spaces with
0: that. Oh, uh, I mean yeah. look, you've done a great job. The wall looks amazing. The bounty board on the left looks amazing.
2: Yeah, they're all like um D and D well, 8 Forge maps. Because I'm working on a fake Forge campaign. So.
1: I, but, I think the yeah. biggest thing you've missed off here is the fact that you built the table yourself. I was going to say... I think say... I talked about that. <laughs> but that, that no, it's just a really cool achievement, isn't that it? That Star like, Trek the table same, is so cool, It's the of the room, isn't it? It's, it's very cool. This yeah,
0: looks that was like my project last year, that table. The poker yeah. table, Geordie LaForge Forge and Worf would play on. It's <laughs> so good. I love it so much. Your passion for Star Trek The Next Generation has come through oh, no abounds. Which is crazy, because I've never seen an episode. And, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it looks amazing, man. What's the thing in the middle of the table?
2: Uh, That's a token holder. It holds, like, board game, like, tokens and stuff. Yeah, it's all modular, so you can take it apart and have little trays. Like, personal
0: trays. I mean, you know Trips Trips has printed one of those. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, the room looks absolutely awesome. Um, and oh, I, you, you did try and film from there today?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. It turns out that room is terrible for filming in, which is a shame because I actually wanted to do some streaming. Um, but it's all right. I'll uh, well, work yeah, something out.
0: Yeah, like oh look at the. Well, no, I'm, I'm just getting excited looking at your room of cool stuff now. the <laughs> Shelves
2: are fun. That was a recycled scaffolding, which actually makes really good shelves. If you don't, like, I was really work struggling to find like decent sized wood that can hold like A4 books. A four is really wide, like a shelf, um, and yeah, scaffold. It's like super cheap. Get yeah, some scaffold wood. Ooh, yeah, we got. To see, we
0: got to see the whip pictures of this. Of you like staining it and sealing it, and yeah, drilling holes in the wall and it coming out the <laughs> and wall and it falling off the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, when I put all those books on, I could see it like bending and I was just like, uh-oh. And I put a bit of my body weight on it and it just ripped out of the wall. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, let's try again. Ah, I feel like um, it's, it's much, a
0: now. much better yeah. to try that before stacking the stuff on it.
2: I figured, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Dude, that would have happened during the night.
0: The room looks absolutely amazing. Um, but it has been a bit more amazing hobby on the go. And this is a co-op between the two of you, really, isn't it? These
1: well, are... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, 100%. Creative director. i not even that. I just like, Ben, paint stuff.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, What color do you want? I don't
1: know. I don't frogs? know. Do frogs, you just do what
0: you want. <laughs> so, what we and got? Up ben on was screen, like, I've it's... done a
1: frog and I was like, it's a great frog. I really like it. Do more, some more frogs.
0: So, uh, Milton's got a Slan team, a Punga Slan team. We love Slan. Let's bring them back. Uh, Although I don't think it would be unfair to say that when we talked to uh, talk to Jay, the Blood Bowl, uh, he's not uh, is he the lead developer, head developer. I probably should. Yeah, lead designer, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. lead designer. Uh, wasn't so um, excited, I think, about the the potential of frogs. No. <laughs> <laughs> really poo-pooed the existence of Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's...
1: His response yeah. was unwilling to accept their existence.
0: <laughs> uh, I think, so. I think Slan might, I think they might be gone. Um, but for now they remain and Punga have done an excellent team. And Milton now has a wonderful Froggo team. Courtesy of blood brush. Tithe. Yeah. <laughs> Cave. Yeah. Cave tithe.
2: Yeah. Brush tithe. The painting wing of uh, my personality, I guess.
0: There you go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Good more on that soon but yeah no this was um this was this was fun um these models were awesome and I I do home with the night no I love them they're great
1: like yeah. I really do I think they're they're fantastic I, I like I like how vibrant they are I know you really like challenged yourself like that was yeah I, was,
2: on these. I, I googled tree prog yeah and yeah it was actuallys yeah yeah and uh I was just like okay interesting so I got a paint off my shelf which was like green <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like they're green <laughs> and i put it put it through the airbrush i was like oh that is very green i like i made them like normally i do with sort of like a zenithal like this was pretty much white uh, it was zenithal still but the shadows that they still have some shadows but um yeah it was like just pure green over pure white and just vibrancy yeah
0: is that moot green yeah or was it, it was
2: act- uh, so it was actually a chimera green but i mixed it to basically look like moot green so you can get okay. it a little bit brighter um, yeah. but i cleaned up with moot green
0: <laughs> Yeah, so, it's kind of the same color. It's yeah. Max of blue green and Milton. I believe you've got potentially some plans to run this team soon.
1: Yeah, I like. I hadn't actually initially thought that. So uh, we've got Sand Bowl, which is tournament coming up on the other way, um, and the whole theme of Sand Bowl is like star players. You get 12, 1,200 to to mess around with, um, and your star player can like be included in your starting lineup. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting tournament cause you get to, you get to like trial out lists, you might not elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't like, I was originally going to run my chaos cause I've been doing quite well with my chaos. Well, maybe not quite so good, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then yeah obviously like i wasn't i didn't actually have any expectation of ben delivering these to me but like when uh last week he just like he handed them over i was like wow okay they're done amazing they look so good and i was like oh yeah no i'm really tempted to play them now like they really need um christening as it were on the on the tabletop and so i'm thinking sandball might be the good place for that with a glottal stop
0: on oh, the roster double crooks
1: build I think Glottal may be a shark (laughs) to go with the frogs.
0: (laughs) So. (laughs) The aquatic flanzy. Yeah. Wasn't there a cartoon show that was about like a shark detective in the olden times? No? I'm going to think about this. Oh my God. It was was called Sharky and George. It was called (laughs) Sharky and George. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Sorry. Um,. The Crime Busters of the Sea. That's how it went. Ah, oh, Sharky and George, amazing. That should be your. Uh, that should be your uh, roster name. Milton, the name.
1: This. The yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to playing them. I suspect it's all going to go horribly wrong because, like, they're <laughs> a more agile team than I'm used to playing, and I've no idea what to do with them. But a team of and flying... pogo stick. It's a and... team
0: of flying human linemen. It's amazing. Okay, oh, I'll work man. it out. I I love, like, I if, I and if
1: that. and if all else fails, I have two crocsicles to, to stomp things with.
0: Really, so, yeah, yeah, there is that. Sharky and George. There we go. I'm getting somewhat distracted at this point. In the underwater city of Chicago. Oh, I think one was. <laughs> I think it might have just been a fish and another fish that may have been a shark. I love it.
2: No, Sharky is a rather lazy pink shark. George is a smaller fish.
0: Oh, man, those were the days I'd completely forgotten about this show. I think we talked about we talked about classic shows, didn't we? And I, I missed that one off. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um so uh hobby-wise, it's looking pretty sharp. The team looks amazing. I love the Pungus Land team. And I've been doing some hobby. I painted a dude, I painted him a squig, which I realised this is not the picture of, which is sad. Uh I left him with Tiff as I went away. He, she now refers to him as Little Man. Uh, when he's clearly a squig uh, but that's fine I, I love doing it and I think I've fallen out of love with Agrax now because well, oh. I painted it I did layers and then I was like I need to shade this and I just ruined it and it went all dark and grimy and I was like I don't think I'm I don't think I'm John Blanche anymore I think I think I think so I'm going to move on to Seraphim Sepia 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 Seraphim Yellow Water and uh, mm. and uh that'll be my new thing but um painting can be really good for your well-being and when things are very stressful and very busy sometimes it can be really beneficial to just stop and paint for half an hour and actually brute fun is just crushing it with a squig team at the moment and i've been um i don't actually I don't know if i should be showing this off oh, i'm sure it's fine uh this is this is m- most of the m- month one release of his squig/goblin team and uh, getting ready for the print to pitch video. I'm actually going to try really hard to have it have it painted ready for the end of the month. Um, so it's been fun to like print the model out when it's been ready. And, and I've got one model painted, which I'm not showing, nice. which is stupid. Uh, and um, I just, I flipping love it. Uh, he's been showing the previews on the Instagram and stuff, hasn't he? So I'd, I think we're not showing anything that's not that's not already released. But there's like a goblin chainsaw. The chainsaw is actually a squig. There's a I love that. Chain. It's very...
2: It- I don't know if you guys have watched or read Chainsaw Man, but, like, that really reminds me of it. I think he went through an iteration of the Squig chainsaw, where, like, it had, like, a mouth, like, shaped like a chainsaw. Like, it is lit, yes. and, like, curled around with, like, teeth, like, serrated on it. Oh. Um, and that was, like, straight out of, like, I think it's, like, Puchita, Puchita. like It's, like, this dog with a chainsaw for a face. Um, Chainsaw Man, yeah, just really reminded of it, a bit. I don't think it was intentional. I don't think he's seen it. I mentioned it, and he didn't say anything.
0: Well, um, I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like Chainsaw Man probably wasn't on with Breakfast uh, TV like Sharky and George. I feel like that's a very different kind of show. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a really good show, <laughs> <but it's... laughs> and he's got a fanatic, which is just a squig like lugging a goblin around, which is wicked. And he's got a the, the Hopper model is just is just magnificent. Uh, have I got it here, or is it downstairs? It's downstairs, because I primed it, because I was good. Uh, and that's really cool. And he's got some great some great goblins here that are just running away. The bombardier looks the bombardier looks incredibly like a Zelda merchant. Eh? I was looking at the model earlier, <laughs> and I was like, that guy, he's got like this big yeah. bag of stuff. He looks kind of like the mask guy from Majora's Mask. Uh, oh, so- yeah yeah everyone knows the mask guy he's got some blooming great goblin models and he's even gone so far as to provide uh fungus that the hooligans are actually like fungus drug goblins so this because this roster is just a a standard goblin roster also works for the uh squig team from fumble also works as the night goblin team from fumble and they've got Ooh, these madcap mushroom addicts there you go see i just start reading off the page in my mind and that's that's where the words come from and uh, they've got this really cool ability their standard rules are like mighty blow and stuff but they've got this uh cool ability that you roll a dice at the beginning of the game and they might have like really stupid or mighty blow plus two and i just i think it's going to be great and i know that you guys have been clamoring for some secret league content so the fact he's dropping these secret league things is just amazing because you know, what well, you guys know better than anybody, right? The barrier to playing a secret league on the table is that they can be challenging to get hold of models for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and even harder to find friends who want to play them. Mm. <laughs> well, I think it's about time that with great models like this that are just like, hey, buy a squig team, buy a goblin team that you can use as a squig team. We can kind of normalize the expanded teams Yeah, Blood Bowl.
2: Yeah, it's a really good idea. Uh, and he's the no, like, hybrid
0: yeah, exactly. That's just so cool. Uh, so this is my little project that I'm kind of ticking over while screaming into my microphone on meetings at work, uh, which I feel like is very normal these days. But that's it for me for Hobby. I mean, work has just been horrifically busy for the last few weeks. And um, you guys will know as well that, you know, a, a taking a day off during the week doesn't really take a day off you, you just do four days just five days of work in four days so that's why when you like mentioned the bank holidays in may earlier ben i was like oh no because <laughs> that's 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 three weeks of four day weeks which on the one hand like oh sweet four day working weeks and then it gets to the day gets to the tuesday of those weeks and you're like oh no oh no this is tuesday and monday this is just the worst day
2: uh i'd say yeah but no i take a four day week man <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I love it. Any uh, any other games and hobby for you guys? Yeah. Uh.
1: Well, I started painting some spaceships. You uh, pranked me the one-page rules ones.
0: Yes, they're so good. Um, I've
1: also started work on the Metal Dungeon Bowl College team, but I'll keep stum about that. I don't think we've had any reveal as to where that's going yet, have we?
0: So- uh, no, we haven't. But, no, so,
1: uh, yeah, that's that's in the works. Um, games, yeah, I've been trying to play a lot more. I've been trying to, like, well, I've been trying to get in some games before my holiday, and I've just been trying to play more than I have been. I feel like I haven't played an awful lot over winter. And so we've started the spiky league at the um, local club, which is crazy. It's, <laughs> you get a free giant inducement, and 200k to spend on stars in league, um, in league. <laughs> and at first i was kind of like what is going on i was really confused i brought my I brought my giant i brought brought some stars along and after a couple of games of it i realized i love it it's like it's such a game leveler it doesn't matter like what your team's team value is because all of a sudden you've got at least like two extra players, so you've got reserves, and there's so much carnage as a result of it, and like the the match just like it, it just changes it all, and yeah, it's it's worked out really well, and I'm looking forward to playing some more games of that.
0: It sounds madness, and I think I I think there's going to be a semi theme uh, when we talk about the Warhammer World event. Is that actually leaning into the madness? uh is a bit. It's it's a bit liberating. Mm. I mean, we Definitely. did a we did a whole round right of uh, of giants for the Berner Championship, didn't we? And that was just some of the most outrageous fun. Uh, and it was really good to get them to the table and to try them all out. Um. So I am incredibly pro. Uh, madness and giants. There we go. I found I found a couple of pictures. Oh. That looks really good. I found that picture, is really cool. Picture of little man. Uh I had that's a lot of, a lot of fun painting this guy. I wish I hadn't Agraxed the hell out of him. That seems like a bit of a mistake. That looks all right.
2: The teeth are brilliant.
0: I tried yeah, I, really I followed good. Ian's video a little bit. Uh oh, I mean yeah, my, my, my brushes are not the best. But actually from a distance, I'm really happy with how he how he's how he turned out. That's great. And I'm actually looking forward to painting the, the whole team. Um, And just just having stuff painted because I thought I had a really good time uh, Painting them up. And There you go. This is actually me watching Ian's video So if you want to know how to paint squigs proper and better than me go to the Warhammer channel He's got an entire video on it Uh, And it was the video that was like and now use Agrax on the teeth and I was like use Agrax and just poured it on the model and it was just like using a really bad filter and I regret it but the reason I came to the pictures is because I wanted to show off Milton's spaceships, Milton's upside uh, yeah. down spaceships. Although, yeah. can you have what? upside down spaceships in space? No. I
1: don't know. I don't. I don't know what to do with these. I, like the red bit. I, yeah, I'm unsure. Ian's suggestion was orange, which I think I might have to do. Although I feel like it's becoming a bit of a meme. (laughs)
0: Of course, Ian suggested with orange. Uh, Ian Ian loves two colours. In fact, if you watch that squig video, it's very much about blue and orange. Um, uh, Although I like this ball here, Milton, because it looks awfully like Deadpool. Uh, So you might have like, uh, I like that. Maybe like some some swirling different colours in the ball would be really interesting. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I need some bases,
1: some proper bases for them so I can actually get them the right way up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i like yeah the, no uh, I, I
1: don't know i'm in the mood i've been binging star wars uh, and
0: mando i'm assuming has inspired this well,
1: uh mando i rewatched well i watched Andor. i've been watching the, the man that mando as it comes out i've been watching the new bad batch as it comes out and i rewatched um rogue one and yeah so i was feeling a bit sci-fi so i thought I'd, i'll
0: get these out. is excellent Andor is really good um but firefly is better Ben. <laughs> <Thanks for watching. laughs> in, in fact uh brute fun posted a preview of his troll um and the phrase was a man walks down uh, well man walks out, out down the road in a hat like that you know he's not afraid of anything and i was like i know that reference and it is in yeah. fact from firefly and
2: i was like yay
0: so yes watch firefly and Battlestar galactica um now i know that we all played a ton of games so shall we move over to the big one blitzing sevens all right let's ride okay so we traveled north of hampshire for the first time in a little while uh, and we went to the weekday Warhammer Blitzing Sevens event at Warhammer World. Now, this was um, <laughs> this was awesome, and I know when we saw this, we got really excited. And and from talking to the guys at events, this is a really interesting one. Sometimes stealing a day in the week is significantly easier than stealing a day at the weekend. And that was kind of the lesson for me was I was like, my weekends are precious things. Like I see my wife, uh, but on a random Thursday, she's at work anyway. So it's like the pressure is off and I should have been at work and the pressure was off. So I was like, oh, this is wicked. So, uh, we booked it. We booked four tickets trips, then got himself, uh, well, he's just a very busy and very successful man. So uh, at first, wasn't able to come. Uh, so we put a little post in the group being like, anybody want to come play some sevens? And Rick, good guy, Rick was like, oh yes. So we trooped up to Nottingham, me, Milton, Ben, and Rick to play some sevens at Nottingham. And I mean, I don't know where to start about this. This is just going to be a really feel-good romp. we well, actually went up the day before. We did. Yeah, we did. So is it worth talking
2: about the day before? So <laughs> we, we all left off kind of well after work. And um, yeah, we...
0: Uh, <laughs> We all booked a couple of hours out of work.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Travelled up and, uh,
1: you know, booked into our hotel. It was quite a
2: journey, wasn't it? It was like four and a half hours, I think. three wow. three Three and a that half. That was only
1: because the sat-nav took us on a on a wild ride.
2: Yeah. But we got there in the end. We got to Nottingham, checked into our hotel, and we we're just like, let's at the pub.
0: Massive shout-out to Rick for driving us in the Rick. Yeah. yeah. Huge, huge shout-out. Shout yeah.
2: Out. It was fun to go up together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we got to the pub and we we're just like, oh yeah, let's, let's let's just have a drink. And it was like, okay, in this pub, <laughs> pub <food. laughs> Oh yeah, five five pound wine Wednesday, and we we're just like. Uh, okay, £5 a glass for a ridiculous. wine? Ridiculous. <laughs>
0: like... We went to the bar and we were like, uh, Rick was like, can I have a large glass of wine? And the woman behind the bar looked at him and was like, uh, that's going to be 5 And Rick was like, that is absolutely fine. Um, she was like, but it's Wine Wednesdays. First of all, love the alliteration. I was like, well, I'm sold. Uh, she was like, it's Wine Wednesdays. So it's £5 a bottle. And it was just this, this split second of kind of us looking at each other. And then straight away, we we're like, okay, we'll have six. Uh, <laughs> and, and we did have six. And oh boy, we had Six some more as well. Oh, I was, was going to say there was, uh, there was, there was. I don't know. It must have been about you towards the end of the night was shimming off four bottles of red to the other table. That was at least before the rosé, and there was probably yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, I think I think eight bottles of wine between the four of us was was reasonable, especially yeah. especially as Milton oh. was like, oh no no no, I shouldn't drink. <laughs> Yes. So more. Well, that went out pretty quickly. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, peer pressure.
2: No, I did. It was um. Oh, this was fun though. This was really fun. It's nice to like do something like this because normally when we host tournaments, we don't. You know, it's difficult to, <laughs> to sort of you know let loose like yeah. the night before and or the night after just because you got to like prep for the next day. So it was just nice just to be like you know what screw it we can come last tomorrow I'm, I'm, or not, and uh, <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll just have some, some wine. It was good. It was good fun. It was amazing, and I've got to say, we, we yeah, I think Ben, you, you're bang on. We don't get to do that very often because it is that day before a tournament is like, it's 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 a high pressure thing. It's a case of right, okay, we need to pack everything because we need to make sure it's there in fact normally the day before the tournament we've already done one trip with all the stuff and set up a bunch of stuff already so it's all kind of like right all we gotta do now is go to sleep and turn up tomorrow and we're ready to go so just to be able to just come up and have no worries was absolutely amazing plus something i thoroughly enjoyed we had a four-hour car journey then had a 15-minute break, and then went straight out for dinner, and then continued to talk about the world yeah. for another four hours. And I cannot stress how lucky I am. And this is something I said to Tiff. I was like, I just I had a great time. Like I got to spend four hours chatting with my friends. And then when we got there, we continued chatting. I was like, so we spent eight hours putting the world to rights, which was better, I think, than anything in the world. Uh, I mean... I mean, it was quite interesting. I'm not going to go into too many details. But Milton, I don't know about you, but I think one of the highlights of the night was when Rick and Ben were sat having a really in depth conversation, and you and me were just sitting back on the other side of the table with our wine. And you well, know, looked- if you had popcorn, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> we just just like, I, I don't even remember what we're talking about. We, 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 we just were like,
1: just getting like, we just- <laughs> really into it. <laughs> we were just watching it, and we were just sort of going, uh, ah, yeah, uh, yeah, time, time will Milton, tell. Milton looked at
0: me and he was like, well, how do you feel about this, Ben? And I was like, oh, well, you know what? 5 years ago I was Ben now I'm Rick and you just looked at me and you were like yeah I get it <laughs> <Yeah. It's- laughs> It's what's happening. Such a good time. Such a good time. <laughs> yeah. it, it was so good. Um, the bar had a slushy machine, which we didn't use because, obviously, five-pound bottles of wine. It wasn't your typical Blood Bowl evening. Um, you know, obviously, if you go to a Blood Bowl event, you have some beers and you have a really good time. Well, we went up. We were like, we'll have a glass of wine with dinner. That was the plan. We'll have a glass of wine with dinner. It just turns out that at a hungry horse in Nottingham, a glass of wine is more expensive than a keg. So... <laughs> So we we did we did the keg thing. Then I don't know what we turned in about eleven o'clock. I think we apologized profusely to the bar people who brought us uh, some pretty reasonable food, except for Milton. Your
1: yeah, that was I don't I don't know what happened there to be honest.
0: Mushroom mess.
1: It, it took forever to come out, and it was like, uh, yeah, it was wrong. Whatever it was, <laughs> it but was I needed wrong. something to soak it up with. So uh,
0: we had a good sharing platter, and then we all turned in. Um, I. I, uh, I mean, we all, we all had our own hotel room. It was fine. It was premier in, so it kind of had some fancy lighting in it and the fancy lighting kind of took away from the random patches of damage across the room. Ah, but you know what? The bed was comfy and Family Guy was on the TV. So, no, yes, no. American Dad was on the TV. So I was happy. So I got back to the room, phoned Tiff. Tiff found it hilarious because I was a very drunk gentleman. Uh And then had made myself a cup of tea before bed because that's what I do. And then um woke up at six AM thinking, Oh, oh dear <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I-, I was like, wow, this is like um you know you know when you're you're kind of like your vision is a little bit laggy. Um it's what yeah. it's what I imagine you see Ben when you look at any console. Um okay. you know the frame the frame <laughs> <laughs> uh, was just, yeah,
2: Mitchell was in 30 FPS it's just unacceptable. Yeah, yeah,
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no. I had I had low ping at that time in the morning. Uh and then uh Milton was Milton was already up like from I don't know what five thirty or something? Yeah.
1: I watched Mandalorian. I was happy. <laughs> just wanting breakfast at that point.
0: but well, We we'd agreed that we were gonna be at 8 30 um and uh, as has been pointed out to me by my wife i get like a little bit weird about timings like if if she's like oh we're gonna go at one then if it's two minutes to one and she's like should we go it will really upset me <laughs> not like i won't get like angry and throw things i'll just be like well you said one o'clock it's not one o'clock why are we going early is everything okay i don't quite understand i can't cope with this we said one o'clock um and so when it was like brick was like i'm gonna go for breakfast and built was like i am been up for two hours let's go eat i was like i've got seven minutes I've got seven minutes. What is this? <laughs> um, anyway, staggered down and had a breakfast.
1: Yeah, I've yeah. never had vegan bacon before. That was new. What you learn in Nottingham, eh?
2: <laughs> a place to go. Yeah, that oh. um, yeah, no, was fine. Um, I didn't realise yeah, you went for much vegan for bacon.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't eat pork, so I thought I'd give that a go. I've never had it, but it was all right. It was nothing like bacon, but it was fine. It was
0: nice.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was filling.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I struggled. I struggled with the morning breakfast. Uh, the morning tea was good, and then I had an apple, and the apple was just, like, the best thing I think I've ever eaten. Um, But the plus side, I think we all made it without being too poorly, and then by the time we kind of got in the car, I think, I think we were all right. Yeah. Yeah. Cured. I absolutely mean, cured. You went missing, Ben. We were... I need a time. <laughs> Rick, 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 went, Rick went to find you. So we were like... Oh, I, I need a time, them. mate. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So it was cool. So a really good night. Uh, hung out and, and did all the stuff, which was really good. And then, oh, the excitement of, like, driving to Warhammer World for the first time in, I don't know, an absolute age. I mean, last time I went there was... <laughs> uh yeah to take ian to be a stranger from the internet um and i don't know milton do you say you'd never been before
1: never been that was my first time yeah so um, i mean i've been in and out of warhammer for what must be the uh, more than 20 years now that's it's kind of scary isn't it um in some way or another and yeah warhammer world's always kind of been a bit of a dream but I mean, spent most of my life on the island. It's always been a bit of a a bit of a distance. So yeah, going up there was
0: it's really cool. Yeah, I mean getting the visa probably quite challenging. Um yeah. Yeah, it's, man. It's, all the ex- it's all the expenses, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's 28 years I've been playing Warhammer now, which is horrific and terrifying. Wow. I know. How old have you been? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i may i'm not sure i may have been playing warhammer since before you were born probably love that sentence um it was the worst thing at work when i finally started recruiting people uh, and and uh, bringing these like the, the these guys on board and and realizing that i had been working in my current job for the same company since before they were born and i remember being recruited and the person being like oh i've been working here since before you were born and i remember thinking you know like i'll be dead before that happens and then all of a sudden I've, re- I've recruited and hired all these people that are younger than the lord of the rings and i'm like oh no oh no it's me okay it's me anyway miserable mm. sidetrack we went to warhammer world and we did the nice little drive and i got to see not technically a tank but an armed fighting vehicle which was very cool and then the lovely security guys came over and said that we yeah. can't film things
1: <laughs> that was cool though so the security guys came over and they were like yeah yeah excuse me uh what are you fi-?
0: they were oh, wonderful your
1: bone, your bonehead Ben from the bonehead podcast and they knew you and that was really cool <laughs>
0: It, it was, it was such a cool thing. I mean, first of all, you got the statue, you got like the tank and it's just, it's just like when you turn up at the venue, it really is something special. I was trying to explain this to Tiff. Um, Cause my mum and dad remember taking me when I was a kid and my dad absolutely loved it. And he was like, oh, you know, did you go like, is it still the same? He was really enthusiastic. And Tiff was like, what? Like I thought it was just, you just went to play games. And I was like, it's like a theme park. It's like a theme park for Warhammer. And I showed her the pictures of like bugmans being all decked out, like this Tudor Hall thing, and the whole hall being castle with just a lighting rig that I've I've just oh look at it. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh and then you've got all like the cool parapets and just just it's just an absolute sight. It's just so special. Um the whole place I uh, just just oh it's just a flipping castle ah there you are lads getting all warmed up ready to go um and yeah so we got to it's got to go to warhammer world and turn up and it was all very much how i remembered it um a little bit smaller than i remembered it but then you know (laughs) it always is (laughs) yeah every time you go it feels smaller each time (laughs) the
2: first time you go it's like oh that's huge and then it's just like
0: yeah Uh (laughs) oh is this it i mean i'm not gonna lie it's it's (laughs) i mean look at it like we had 28 blood bowl players so that's all these tables and then you had basically the same again for casual gaming uh and then a little space in the back so it's a massive hall right you could fit a ton of full-size table. well they've got a ton of full-size tables in there one two mm. um you just rock and play as well like it's like a local shop like it's just a thing you can just
2: rock up and do like it's really good i think you need to book a table but enjoyment I mean, is amazing
0: but it yeah. doesn't look like a castle yeah. <laughs> I, don't think Pete, I don't think I don't no, think I don't think mind you saying Pete. that but you know it, <laughs> to be fair, Wuhan World doesn't have a QR code where Carl can bring you tea at the table, which no, I, I have to give a slight edge to Entoyment on that one. Uh like this one looks nicer, but Entoyment has just eat for tea. So you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I I can't can't knock that. Anyway, we rock up to the place, we say hello to Lurts, we wander in. Um, I mean, we've already been queuing by twenty minutes for this point, and this 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 was when the day started to get awesome, right? We pulled up at the car park, like you guys said, we had a little chat with security, and then some of the guys in uh waiting outside were already talking blood bowl, um, because it didn't open until ten a.m., which was, you know, and the event started at ten a.m., so it was about ten thirty, I guess. So I-, I thought they'd be open earlier. Um, mm. um it would have been nice to go in a little bit earlier and mooch about, but I mean i don't think we would have made it chaps so i think it's
1: probably
0: it's <laughs> yeah, probably right but uh, we had a, a great chat with everyone outside uh you know special shout out, i think to chris uh chris Fitzsimmons, who's a big uh, he's he's a big poster on the blood Bowl community he's absolutely mad about minotaurs and he was there massively repping chaos chosen and i was like ah milton yeah milton you got a guy here and that was yeah that was really wicked um and then um yeah, I mean, what were your guys' first thoughts, like, rocking up here to play Blood Bowl?
2: I just thought it was an awesome welcome. Like, just all the people we saw. It was, like, it was really cool to see so many just, like, really enthusiastic people be just like, hey. It we just like, hey. And it was just so easy to chat to everyone. Um, yeah, huge shout-out to all of those, who, everyone who came and just made it really homely. Like, it was instantly so easy to settle down. Yeah. I was, we'd sort of go. I, was re- I was really worried we'd like sort of go, and it would just be sort of like, I don't know, because there was a couple of people we knew were going, but we didn't really know a lot of the people, like, there was some who we didn't know who were going, who were not, not like tournament regulars is what I mean. Um,
0: Our, our tournaments.
2: Yeah yeah. Our ta- yeah, yeah, sorry, our tournaments, because the different locations, we weren't quite sure like what the sort of vibe would be, like how it would sort of cross over with the tournaments that we're more used to, and the sort of feel, um, and it was great it was great who knew that wherever you go to play blood bowl is you know really welcoming and everyone's <laughs> lovely and yeah ah, super good
1: you wait
0: till I spain think that... <laughs> yeah well, okay
1: yeah. I think, yeah that was a spot on description there i think there was an there was there was an anticipation of like how the atmosphere was going to be and i think like normally the tournaments that you know we, we've run and everything the sevens day is normally super chill Generally, because it's the second day, there's a few less people and like we, we tend to have a pretty decent atmosphere, I'd say, mm. of everyone kind of relaxing and everything. And I know that this was just one day. It's a Warhammer world. It's like a big thing. There's people, like you said, there were some familiar faces. There are people that we know quite well. Oh, yeah. There were some slightly less familiar faces, although people we talked to on the Discord maybe. Yeah. And then there were a couple of people that, yeah, were completely new and that that was really great because you kind of got a little bit of, of everything a, a really nice like mix of people so it was really great to to see everyone but the vibe was great like everyone was super chill everyone was really there just to play blood bowl and enjoy and have a really good time and everyone mixed in and chatted and yeah it was
0: great i think everyone there was just everyone was just there to hang out at warhammer world <laughs> yeah it really was <laughs> and, and probably probably blood i think that was uh, and i mean you guys have, have, have called it out pretty pretty well i think but um you know, we do tend to have a, I think, a great vibe at our tournaments, but it is very much tournament first. Um, uh, you know, because we allow to, you know, facilitate really well organized events so that everyone knows what's going on, so they can relax, but they know what, what's happening. But that event feels like first and foremost um mm-hmm. i got told off by the event organizer because i was in the bar with with jay at one point I was like oh oops oops yeah round three my bad uh it was, it's like it, it's it's it was it's really cool because it was it was it was very much like a, a hangout thing now rule set it was a sevens event we had four games it was 600k tv um and the skill pack was uh one uh well it was essentially the sevens league rules but without the bad bad bits uh so it was after each game you had a uh, milton correct me if i'm wrong here but it's a you could choose
1: one for a random primary or you could random for a random secondary
0: that's right random player random secondary or chosen player random general um so you know we we we, oh yeah sorry yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) well for me it was random generals every single time yeah um but like we normally have a tier-based skill package that people can prep and practice for, and kind of construct their list around that. And this was very much a case of bring six hundred k's worth of stuff, and things will happen to your team. Uh, and I think, I think from the from the offset, like it was, a, it was a non-NAF tournament, so it's just you know none of that kind of in the back of your mind. It was just a case of I'm going to play sevens, we're going to get some random skills. And this is going to be, I think, um, I think potentially kind of like in our, our our thoughts about the event. But that that the comp element of it was, I don't know, second, maybe even third in the ranking of the day of like what we're there to do. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean,
2: I didn't get the competitive vibe from
0: anyone really no Why? maybe
2: top table last round but
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh second to last round i think was that was yeah the, actually yeah was yeah. the thick <laughs> one and uh you know we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute as we kind of go through the rounds but um yeah the rules pack was it was it was light that like, this is just come along and play blood bowl which which i thought was i, I don't know really helped me because we don't get to travel much for these kind of events because like i said weekends are you know i mean you know milton you've you've got a kid and ah, oh, tiff works every other weekend which means it's really difficult for me to want to give up my weekend with my wife if you know i'd only get to see her you know for two two days in a row every fortnight it's kind of like well i'm still at the point in my relationship where i massively enjoy being around her which is wonderful and everyone kind of looks at me funny when i say that but um <laughs> it's really good i don't like giving up a family time and it must be challenging for you guys as well so um, yeah, the, ch- the chance to like properly sneak away for a night for two days, basically, with a goal of just hanging out and playing blood bowl was amazing, and the rules were very much secondary for that, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. 100 percent. yeah. Um, you know, like my, my attitude towards the rules back, and we'll probably go into this a bit more as well, was like I, I, I mentioned it before like I've been playing chaos in the local league. Cast chosen. Mm-hmm. We've having a lot of fun with them. I painted the team up. It's been I've I've taken random mutations the entire way through <laughs> on my beastmen through league, and it is played out beautifully. And so I thought, well, I'll keep going with that. And so I was like, I'll, I'll just play with whatever I get. Like I'll just make it work. Like there's not too many mutations that are that bad. I've got three beastmen and. I'll give them the 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 mutations one each round, and it'll be great. It'll just work out, and that was kind of the attitude. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I'm yeah. there to have fun. I'm there for the experience because, like as I said earlier, Warhammer World was a completely new experience for me. Um, and yeah, obviously we were there for the tournament, but there's like other cool stuff to do at Warhammer World.
0: Oh, dude, it was a holiday, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, like the exhibition and everything is incredible. If you've not been, you should definitely go just to see that. That's really good.
0: Did you find the assassin? The assassin? Did you get? Was oh it?
2: yeah, we didn't tell you about that. So in the the giant scene, um, the giant space marine corn scene, the big city um, battle. Yeah, that one. They hide an assassin every day in a different place
0: oh okay i didn't and know and that if no. you spot the assassin you win the assassin i don't know if that's still i don't know if they much. still do that maybe they I, don't, they don't still do that. i'll, I'll do, be honest
1: yeah. I, I didn't really have that much time to do it because i no. was going in between rounds and i was like yeah. doing a room between rounds and yeah i probably wouldn't have spent too much time looking I mean, for an the, assassin the, but... that room
0: is amazing the best way to describe it is a warhammer version of the hogwarts model at the uh mm. at the harry potter like hogwarts movie day thing um it it's monstrous it's like a two-story it's a
2: diorama yeah that's too flawed <laughs> yeah
0: it's just amazing
2: like i just oh
0: man to build such a thing would just be a dream and uh, talking yeah. about dream jobs um the event was actually run by a couple of lovely guys whose jobs whose actual jobs are to run warhammer events uh so i had a lovely chat with one of them uh in between rounds i was like look is this is this, like legit your job and he was like yeah man like i run events i was like that is just so cool it was like never run a sevens event uh never really run a blood bowl event during the week before so this is kind of exciting for us to do um so i was talking to you about the schedule because i said look mate i love the schedule that you've done here uh because it was uh, 10 o'clock registration and then basically game one at 10 30 for an hour's time which is what we do for sevens because actually most of the time that's more than enough time and then a half an hour break between that game and then an hour then a lunch break uh, uh in between two and three of an hour and then half an hour between three and four and then half an hour between game four and the awards so it gave everybody that extra time to hang out to chat to mooch around to you know go and look at the models and stuff um and i sort of said to him like i i love the pacing of this it's like milton you already said like when we have our sevens days they're way more chill um you Definitely, give me yeah uh, give everyone a little bit more time to just relax and unwind and stuff and they, they gave him more time here and it was it was perfect for what it was um so i kind of was like how would you come up with round timings he was like don't know just happened and i was like cool <laughs> well cool well, <laughs> <That's> well, good. <laughs> well good job good job because it was perfect um anyway should we talk through our rounds yeah yeah uh well i guess we should probably talk about rosters milton i feel like you were taking slam Yeah,
1: I could have done. (laughs) Had had them in the car. Um, Yeah, that would not have gone down well, would it? For anyone. Um, No, so uh, yeah, as I said earlier, I brought uh, Chaos Chosen for blockers, I want to say they're called. Warriors. Everyone everyone I played called them something different. They're either warriors or blockers or,
0: yeah. I think the Chaos Chosen blockers is the official name.
1: Okay, yeah, cool. And uh, three beastmen. And one assistant coach, I think. Yeah, I think that was it.
0: That's a very solid build. Not the you know, not the mine at all build, is it? But yeah, it's fine. Uh BT, how about you? Uh I dug out mine ability. Um
2: and uh yeah, I went with the two bodyguard two blitzer variant. Um, of nobility with a desperate measure.
0: No ogre? What? Oh, guys. My ogre is 3D printed. Oh, that is a very, very, very fair (laughs) point. That is why I did not. Uh, That was definitely a consideration that I had going to the event as well. Um, Yeah. As you guys. Uh, You you sped up, you
2: sped uh, painted a rat ogre,
1: didn't you? I did. I'll
0: actually grab a picture of that really quick because I didn't chicken out like these two guys. I took a big guy in my (laughs) roster. Uh, I went with a gutter, a thrower, a blitzer, a rat ogre, come on, what's that, do the thing, and uh, three line rats uh, with a couple of assistant coaches to round it out. Now, I mean normal i don't know if oh, i don't know we did we did seven super series right and the underworld rat ogre was just really great and when we did the boner championship the patrons demanded that we had the rat ogre uh, so we got to play a lot of games with the rat ogre as well and it was really good fun and because of that in my league game i've been running a rat ogre and it's been really good fun so it's kind of like all right i think i am actually converted a little bit on the rat ogre especially for sevens because all you need him to do is mooch up get in the way drop that prehensile tail uh and just wrecks your opponents because that, that getting that cheeky uh that, that well hey a two plus dodge is, is 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 a doddle right three plus dodge is something you don't do unless you go re reroll, uh and it's massively different so, yes, you're right. I did. I grabbed, I found the model that I, the Games Workshop model, and gave him a very quick paint job with my lazy boy painting method. Uh, I used Seraphim yellow stain on this guy, and I think it's a little bit nicer. Uh, it was a quick job. It's it's fine. Very nice. I was, I was happy with it. I was good. I was reasonably happy with it. And yeah, that was my roster. There was a lot of Skaven teams, there was a lot of Norse teams, there was a lot of Chaos teams. Uh, it was a, a good mix and um we went into game one and oh oh, that's the hall this was my game one i took a photo of it and this was the kickoff here this was against fred running dark elves i think it was fred i will double check the best coast pairings i pretty sure it was
2: yeah I, it was, I think it was fred i paid i paid him
0: second so yeah there you go yeah, I, I, fred, <laughs> yeah fred then matt were my first two and it was flipping dark elves and dark elves and seven are a very good team and uh i got to uh i got to brew it up okay i did i, I forgot to like well I, I felt a bit weird about recording stuff so i only took a couple of pictures of everything um the first half was absolutely cracking for me. I was 2-0 up going into the second half. I was thinking, like, this is cool. The scoring of the event was a bit higgledy-piggledy uh, compared to what we'd normally run. But we'll talk about that in a bit because I think there's has got some mixed feelings of, well, between fine and really good, which I think is cool. Uh, so I kind of went into the, 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 the second half having played and got really lucky in the first half there, including a, a really dodgy dump off situation. So I received, went down, scored, uh, then got really lucky. It was either a blitz or a high kick or something. And it just meant that I could pressure the ball straight off the back, um, straight off the bat and uh, got a cheeky blitz in, dump off, rolled a two with the tackle zone, which made it wildly inaccurate. So that kicked it off. And I'd only activated it with a couple of players, which meant I could just go and swoop in, grab the gutter, run off, do a screen scored the second td going into the half uh and fred just played like a, a proper bruiser in the second half made some brilliant plays including a nice like chunky stretch play as well to get the td and we ended up going two all and i was feeling pretty happy i was like you know what a two all draw that's great for my first round like that, that was and it was a really good game and really good fun And um, i gave the bonehead dice to him as like a hey you know this was kind of something we all kind of individually kind of came up with. Uh, so we gave the bonehead dice to our opponents, like case of here. So here's the traditional ceremony of handling of the dice. Uh, to which Fred, ah, oh, cheers. I won't use them until it's time for armor rolls. And then, uh, yeah, riggedy wrecked. Uh, yeah, thanks for
2: that. I uh, used them against me and did
0: pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great game. I was feeling pretty happy with my two all draw. Uh, who did you guys uh, get paired up in round one? Uh, I had. Ooh, names. Uh
2: I need to remember names. That was terrible. Milton, go over to you before me.
1: <laughs> uh Wow. Well, you played, you were like um here somewhere, weren't you? Uh it was uh Tom Heather. That was it, Tom
2: Heather. Yeah. Absolutely lovely guy. He plays in their local league. Um and he was running High Elves, which I was cursing throughout the whole game. So I made so many Eight plus armor breaks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if you were just the other elf flavor. If you were proper elves, um, you'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really tough game, actually. Um we both scored. It was a one-all draw, and we both scored in each other's uh receiving drive. Um I <laughs> got a wizard, my desperate measure, which was amazing, and removed a player and knocked down like three, including the ball carrier. Um I did get pitch uh, pitch invasioned on turn one so i lost two turns in sevens, which sucks um and so yeah the wizard kind of made up for that so essentially the, se- the first half was kind of a turn which was basically four halves or four turns it was really really short um did a kind of an ability thing where he had the ball he boxed up said i'm just going to risk the wizard i said cool i'm going to use the wizard and yeah <laughs> the ball got knocked free and i managed to swarm it and when my players got up again and yeah i took it and he struggled to get it off of me the ability i really had to move on a sideline yeah. especially um and it was a ball was right near the sideline so i can't kind of just yeah um and so yeah that was that and then when it went over to uh me receiving uh he did elf stuff <laughs> And I rolled a lot of ones and a lot of skulls and it was very sad. Um, and <laughs> there was a moment where I thought I had the ball clear and it went into the wire, went off the pitch, got thrown in. Um, he had a player, um, my player managed to recover it. He then blitzed my player, took the ball. Um, so it was just one on one. I said, well, that's okay. The rest of your players are all over there. So I went and blitzed this ball, carry and rolled double skull and it was just like, uh, you're three squares away from my touch from my end zone, and that was that. So, yeah, it was like any result, but a double score would have probably been all right. So, yeah, it was a bit of a shame. Um, yeah, but other than that, it was a pretty really solid game. Love it. So,
0: Mill, how was your first round?
1: Yeah, my first round, I had a really fun game. So, I was paired up against let's get names because otherwise I always forget. Um...
0: Richard Unwin? Richard
1: Unwin, yes, with his Snotlings. I think he was the only person to bring Snotlings. Uh, his Snotling roster was actually quite quite fun. He had uh, the Troll, uh, the Bomber Flinger thing, this, this guy on the stilts. I can't remember their names. Stilties, <laughs> kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one. I <laughs> can't remember what his fourth position was, or if he even had
0: one. Did he have a hopper? Hmm the beanbag kind of stands dad from South Park guy. I think he might've done. Yeah. <laughs> I Just love it that. when you get my references then. <laughs> uh, that's good.
1: Yeah. So I kind of like, I must say, like I saw a first round paired up against Snortlings, Snotlings and I was like, all right, I'm optimistic about this. Like this could go all right. Yeah. Didn't, didn't go the way I expected it to go. <laughs> <laughs> Snotlings can I, yeah. mess you up, don't they? Uh, well, you know what? Like, Fair play to him. He brought a really fun list, and he played really well, and I diced myself enormously. So, I mean, I was getting three die blocks with horns and with the strength four like, everywhere, and I think three of my three die blocks resulted in my guys in the knockout box. And there was a point where I thought I was going to get pitch cleared by the Snotlings. I think I had two guys left on the pitch, and I, he went for the score, and I think saved me there. But um, yeah, like that. Yeah, I think it was a two-one loss in the end. Not too bad. And it was just—it was just really fun. It was just silly stuff like the bomb. Like the bomb, like took the troll out in the end. Although the bomb was actually really really quite, like, good. Man, nah,
0: flingers kind of clearing, AL, flingers are clearing, awesome.
1: Clearing the, the strength four and kind of, like, creating those paths and kind of stopping me from doing things. But Yeah, I think the, the most, like, grueling role was the Beastman had the ball. There was one snotling, I think, and I only had one thing that I could do left, which was to blitz with the ball carrier and then score the touchdown and... Yeah, I think I, uh, two skulls, one both bound it.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's Evans.
1: And then casualty, the beast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. Uh,
1: that was it. Um, uh, yeah, I think we got, what was the kickoff? The one where it goes forward a turn. So we kind of lost yeah, the, the, timeout. In the first, yeah, timeout in the first round as well. So it went quite quickly, but yeah, it was really good fun. I had a lot of fun in that one.
0: <laughs> now, for completion's sake, Rick brought elves, proper elves the kind of elves that would have died to ben and uh, his first round was a guy called uh, david who was running wood elves uh and he ended up winning two nil with three casualties which did score him a bonus point so rick was the only one of us to win in the first round mm-hmm. wow. uh, but it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad uh then we had a nice little break uh and that was kind of a really great opportunity to just meet some other people and it was just so wicked just in between rounds you know we had andrew primack he was up uh who's just an absolute legend of a chap who came up from brighton he always comes to what well, he comes he came down to beachhead and had a great time he's a brilliant patriot he's just such a lovely guy it was great to see him as well um and we got to chat P- papa z was there as well and and chris and it was yeah. just a really good time to just catch up i got to meet steve cross in person who is uh he's everyone knows him as the zug guy and he had a team of zugs ready for sevens and it's just so good i was just so happy to be like oh steve it's so cool to meet you in person and he was just and i have to say this about everybody i spoke to that whole day he was just the loveliest dude and it was just uh it was just so nice and then it was case of like oh oh we've got a blood Bowl game to play and we went into the next round oh i forgot about this picture i rolled double sixes on armors followed by double sixes on a casualty against dark elves and i was like yeah. that never happens take a photo yeah. of that um and then went into game two this was against matt who was uh, also running proper elves uh and uh i think he drew his first round two all as well so it was a really cool one it was lovely to chat with matt um beautiful orange elven team um and he was kind of like well i i tried to paint them to look like my favorite baseball team but they came out looking like the denver broncos And i was like ooh, okay and he had number seven who's uh john elfway and it was just it was just wicked now after my first round i took a random and i took a general on a line rat that was my my strategy was you, you know the best odds for a decent skiller on a line rats so we've done this in league we did this in the Bonehead championship as well And I rolled tackle on a line wrap. That's pretty good. I was thinking, sweet. You know, block is probably the only skill I would have rather had. Uh, And tackle is going to be useful. Uh, Not a single piece of dodge on this roster for the elves um because obviously elves don't have dodge they they gain yep. it when they choose it and that was not the case uh in this case the sidestep guy took a random general and had sneaky git in the end which again didn't really come into play and this was just a proper good match i think it was uh i think maybe i scored then he scored then i scored then he scored and then i had a couple of turns at the end to try and swing it to take a cheeky three two but ran out of uh ran out of turns we had a riot or something like that it was it was a really good game uh that's my the candid in the, the the discord uh which was really cool but it was just it was a really solid game of sevens that's my next round and i had a great game and a great chat as well i think this is um i think matt was saying it was only his third game of sevens ever um and it was just a really cool one and again i was i came out of this one like i was like okay another two all draw i was like you know what that's respectable i'm fine with that like i'm scoring scoring tds and having a great time and a great chat and i actually got a couple of casualties the ogre was just magical uh failed a couple of blocks in both my games he did the, the both down both down a couple of times he, he raged um double scold at least once on a on a really easy blitz and oh, i was like uh, uh you know what you can't you can't fight that but most of the time it was a case of the opening move was uh, I declare a blitz on Ben's table with my Rat Ogre because I'm not actually going to punch anybody. I roll a two plus and then he wanders over and bases two or three players on the line of scrimmage on the other side. And those players are just committed, right? Because they're going to have to take a three plus or a four plus dodge to get away or try and fight the Rat Ogre. I was like, yeah, yeah this, is, this is magic. Like it was a really effective strategy. Um, and then it just gave me a free, at least a free two to four die block on the follow-up turn. So it was a case of, like, they can leave people in base contact. They can take bad dodges to leave, uh, to get away from him. Or, you know, and then next turn, I can just have a crack at a punch. And with Frenzy, you can kind of just use it to push and and screen with him, with Prehensile Tail in the way. So if I went up left, I could block a guy and just kind of Frenzy push around to just tie up that line of scrimmage with Prehensile Tail. That is, it was it was brilliant. And the roger, despite his failings uh did a really solid job so I was, I was very happy with that so that was my game against matt for round two who did you have bt uh, i had fred so oh, got fred, you played yeah. round one
2: yeah yeah um yeah i played against the dark elves uh i actually lost pretty bad uh it was a uh two nil loss um and but it was uh not terrible because i did get the three casualty points I took out all of his line then. <laughs> I like killed the lot. Uh but against Dark Elves and i that's still dealing with three blitzers and a runner. So um yeah, it was it was pretty, pretty brutal. Um so yeah, I was removing a lot of players, but still elves don't need many players to do stuff. <laughs> I was really struggling to get the ball off of those blitzers. Um he was doing amazingly well at keeping my key players tied up. Like, knowing I can't, like, easily dodge out. Oh, the skill I had, by the way, um, from round one was break tackle on a bodyguard. All right. Which is pretty good. So I was just like, first turn, turn one. Right, okay. You've based my bodyguard. So what? I've got break tackle. Two plus dodge. He rolls a one and dies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. Okay, I was talking about that skill. Um, so it's a bodyguard down for the whole game, which really didn't help. Um, and then he was really good at keeping up the other one. And when... Like, that's your, like, wrestle piece. And then dealing with... Mm. If, if he's kept on the floor um, or based and can't dodge away, dealing with three blitzers is really tough. Yeah. Um, so I just couldn't get the, the power dice, really, was what <sighs> it came down to be. Do well, know, I did, just against you, the linemen.
0: Do you know what we're doing good? What? Having an ogre, I reckon. Not, I know. <laughs> that, the whole
2: time, I was just like, man, I need the strength five.
1: Uh, 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 yeah, it was... Yeah. How did your dashboard
2: play out? Oh, that turn. Right. Here's where it gets spicy. So, that time, oh, was it this game? Oh, that might be the, the. No, it was this game. It was this game. I had the free pass one. Where you can just, was it Razzle Dazzle? Yeah, Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. Yeah. Where, if you're not aware, uh, you can once per game declare a pass. It is automatically successful and automatically caught by a player of your choice. He can be intercepted. Um, which happened, I think. To Rick. <laughs> I think Rick intercepted someone's bravel oh, yes yeah yes, he did. <laughs>
1: um
2: yeah, and that's really powerful it's as powerful as it sounds, and I've gone out of focus. Mysterious. Oh you gotta go on that. Yeah. Um a ghost. And uh yeah, I never used it because it came down to uh it came down to the point where I was in a position where the only way I could equalize was if I scored the touchdown there, then got a timeout and then scored another touchdown, which would have been doable um, because I was basically on my turn five. So I could score on my turn five, have turn six, get a timeout, get another turn, get two turns to score. I said, to my, in my head, I don't know. I feel like this makes no sense in hindsight, Or hike. in my head I said, yeah, or a hike, I said, okay, I'm in a position where I can just do a handoff, a three plus reroll handoff to score. Because they're just catching. Yep. Then that means I can keep the razzle dazzle for what's ultimately going to be a much more stressful turn where he's yeah. going to do everything to stop it. So I'll keep the razzle dazzle for that. And so, okay, so I'll just do the handoff now. Rolled a two into a one. Oh. And then that was the game. <laughs> I didn't get the timeout and I didn't get to use the razzle dazzle. So I just feel like I should have used the razzle dazzle. Guaranteed one touchdown. I'm denied the opponent the clean sheet bonus. Um <laughs> But yeah, I got uh, yeah. I, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. It was it was a risk thing, and yeah, it could have paid off really well. And I feel like taking the be- the option which paid off the which could have paid off the best. Yeah, it's still probably because yeah, yeah. I didn't really lose anything. Because definitely
0: so. being able giving yourself the option to roll the briar, pop the ball, pick the ball up, and then that be automatically able to pass it straight away for a TD, and and automatically catch it. I can yeah. just run
2: into tackle zones and just catch it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. yeah. Oh man, brutal yeah. one, uh, Milton. How was your round two?
1: Yeah, uh, I played against Simon. I want to say both. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, this was, I think, yeah. No, I voted this as my favourite game. So, firstly, I rogue monstrous mouth on one of my on my first beastman, which I went no, okay. That's catch. fine. Pull Interestingly, me. I haven't had this mutation on my KS team for league yet, so it's not one that I've used in kind of play before but i was like okay uh, yeah it's a reasonable skill to have probably use this didn't come up in this game um (laughs) and so by the end of the game my my optimism towards my uh, my tactic (laughs) was was was, was dwindling (laughs) um yeah this game was against necromantic um i think he had trying to get this right two wolves no he had flash then no, i no, sorry, he did have two werewolves. Yes, he had two werewolves, a flesh golem. Is that it? I
0: a white? Think else in.
1: Oh, no, and a white, yeah. Um, and there was a, a couple of guys
0: running Necro, and I think they were running the same roster. Um, yeah,
1: well, sp- sp- no, spoilers. I played Necro in the next round too, but it was a different roster. So. Oh, okay, magic. Um, they were yeah. both
0: running two werewolves, though. Yes. Yeah, you've okay. got to run two wolves. They're, they're just too much fun, especially um, in sevens. Yeah, that's so fun.
1: Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This game was nuts. So I, like in the first half, I had the advantage and I was pressing the advantage and I got, I think it was like turn three and I got a beastman with the ball in completely clear, in running distance of the tackle, it was running distance of the end zone, needed a, a rush. Of course, I failed the rush, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Ball goes off the pitch, comes halfway back down. We've got a bit of a scrum going. Ball kind of goes, bounces back between people. Yeah, that was a bit crazy. And then I'm, I really struggle with passing. I don't know why. I, I guess it's just because I've always kind of played the heavy bashy teams and just feel safer to cage and then like handle. The, the 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 blockers aren't that bad. Yeah, you know, they're a three. They're three plus edge. I mean, Lockers that's not great, man. Horrendous. They're I was looking slow. at it. I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, I have a chance to score here. Basically, my chance to score is jump into the ball, jump onto the ball, which is in a tackle zone. So I think it was a four. It was a four plus pickup, and it was a three plus dodge out. And then i could only get so far and then it was a three plus pass and a three plus catch and i succeeded it for the touchdown and i was <laughs> super chuffed <laughs> i was like yeah that was definitely worth doing and then he kind of yeah and this this is kind of like the weird thing so because of all the strength four i was kind of and, and and the high armor i was kind of anticipating in my games that i would have good survivability but I was never winning the. I was never on the winning side of the armor rolls, and so like in every game I played, like my team was just dwindling by the second half, and that made it really difficult. And so yeah, with the werewolves' movements, crazy, and it just got it, it got to a point where I think I was just like I was just trying silly stuff. I was just like, right, this beastman's on the the line, but I'm just gonna get him up and try and jump him through every tackle zone <laughs> with a blitz because I've got no other choice because all my all my players are at the other end of the pitch or in the hey, knockout.
0: sometimes it works right and you yeah, need exactly. it to, you 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 to need those plays to work once and you you can line it up for a touchdown it's so good um but yeah I actually definitely think, i actually think on uh, i think Necro are a bad matchup for chaos in sevens um because they just get outsped they get out resilienced and uh, you know the wolves with claws just oh yeah it sets up really uh, profitable yeah, blocks yeah
1: the the, the, the the yeah it was using those walls against the blockers to bring the armor down mm-hmm. and using the speed to just get around me because yeah trying to catch in and then like setting up setting up in a way that sort of blocked my path so i was having to make all of those those dodges and those jump throughs are really really well played by him and you know it was a really great game i really enjoyed that one i had a lot of fun for the one wonder off or-
0: and uh, down on table one was our friend Rick, our driver, uh, who played against our friend Chris. Yeah, um, green green skin Phil. Yep. What a game. That was the that was the game that was palpable on table one and and we all finished our rounds all started chatting you know everyone was like oh let's go see if we can grab some food at uh, bugman's i didn't make it that far i ended up just talking with people like for the whole hour um but that game was going on and they had a proper brawl rick snuck out and got the win in the end i think he was uh one nil or two nil or something not to mention before
2: that he forgot to do his skill So i reminded him and i said rick have you did you do your skill what did you get and he's like oh i haven't done my skill so he goes oh, i'll and rosen gets blocked <laughs> classic rick <laughs> like, yeah. oh oh, that's
0: nice <laughs> uh yeah so they had a proper brawl uh but it was so nice to see two of our kind of like wobble guys on table one and having like the 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 definitely the match of the round there uh and rick ended up going two nil into the lunch period and over to round three and that was the other shot i got tom in round three now tom was wicked to talk to because uh he kind of works at warhammer world there was a couple of guys there um who uh kind of i I guess they're contractors they they and uh he's like oh we're always here but today we're going to play some sevens and he had a flipping skaven team with a very cool gutter runner from the underworld's kit because i saw this a couple of games before i was like like to the left of me there was this gleaming green flying gutter runner and i was like "Ooh!" um and i got to play against him so he was running skaven i didn't go for the roger he had two blitzers a thrower and a gutter and i was like "Ooh, it's mirror match time uh i rolled a random skill on alignment after round two and got dauntless um so i didn't bother with the scoring ring for this game because he had no strength for so i was like well this, i'm just gonna not gonna confuse myself uh, can't remember what he had um i cannot remember. oh he's got runner had something i can't remember what it was uh oh his gutter runner had frenzy that was it uh and i forgot about it and immediately got my gutter runner surfed in the first like the first turn it was absolutely brutal i received i mooched up and uh by like turn two i had four players on the pitch uh, by turn three i had three players on the pitch and it was horrific and I managed to pull out just complete Bravo Sierra. Uh, The ball ended up from the far side of the pitch. And I just went over there, blitzed and then moved the throw up. Got like a four plus pick up and just hooned it to the end zone for the touchdown. And all of my KOs came back. Um, and I was like, I got completely away with that because it was horrific misplay by me. And it just snowballed like you wouldn't believe uh, he was well happy because he was like, oh, I got frenzy on a gutter runner. And then his gutter runner immediately frenzied off another gutter. So he was like, well, I've won now. That's it. I've won. <laughs> I was like Tom, fair play. Uh, but it was a properly good game. And I think I won. Come on. What was the score? Uh I think it was a two one. It was a two one and there was just a ton of scaven toing and throwing. It was brilliant. Like, sevens is so good with like some fast teams, some maneuverability. Every team like they just need a little bit of an opening and he can pull out some real crazy shenanigans and it was just a properly good game and I was just in my element because I was like hey I can't lose because it's Skaven versus Skaven so even if I lose to a Skaven team I win because of Skaven so I was really <laughs> happy but I did manage to sneak out the 2-1 uh, and I was like ah oh, cool right okay and you know what now I can't go below 500 for the day like I can't I, I've, I've got two draws and a win if I lose my fourth round I will go home break it even and I'm happy with that uh, but I uh, got a couple of casualties got a couple of CDs. i was like yeah this was really good a really good match and i rolled a skill and it was wrestle i think on alignment oh uh, nice so i was like all right dauntless is good block uh dauntless is good tackle is good wrestle is good i was like this is this is shaping up to be quite nice the roger did okay stuff when the roger gets going he gets going and with this this game and roster <sighs> that attrition if if i can win the attrition on this one with the roger it it, it just kind of snowballs as well. So I was really happy with the lucky recovery. Tom played a brilliant game. He just got a couple of bad dice. The thing is with Skaven, one team has bad dice for a turn. Then the Skaven team has good dice for a turn. And then that's a touchdown. And that's just really exciting. It was an absolutely brilliant game. I had a wonderful time. And uh, that was my round three. Uh, Yeah, so... Then...
2: Yeah, my round three, I played against Stu, Stu Miller, um, who was running uh, Norse, I believe. Yes. Yes, he was running Norse. And uh, very well painted Norse. And um, yeah, oh, Stu was lovely. I, I had a great game here. Um, so, can't, sorry, I couldn't tell if I was frozen.
0: No, no no I was looking at us well, we had to we were using best coast pairings and it's not yeah uh, it's not super quick uh. it's not no.
2: um yeah so uh yeah uh, my second skill I got from game 2 was brawler which genuinely I never used throughout the whole game because it never came into play yeah
0: um when you got wrestle
2: not. pieces as well sometimes I'm using like there was you time want the I both down. Brawler, but I want the both down in that case yeah so um yeah it was it was weird um but uh yeah this was a tough game <laughs> i did what i usually do and i'm just like okay that's the problem and the problem was the valkyrie uh, and i my de- my desperate measure for this game was the strength four drugged up guy nice who i got on the so I put down a blitzer i had a strength four blitzer All which is right, awesome griff. yeah um strength four blitz for catch is pretty good um and so I was just like, okay, cruise missile, Valkyrie, turn one, took her down, but didn't take her out. And I think I really um, committed that player too far away from where everything else was. And I think I got a little bit tunnel visioned. Um, I forgot that having strength four is really, it makes your nobility play style way better off of the sort of KDG control match. And I should have just done that. I was too, you know, Chaos or Skaven mode. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was, it was a tough game. I, I took a beating. I think it was a 2-0 loss. Didn't really do much either. Um, but Stu was incredible with it. Uh, he let me actually take back a thing because um, I forgot about, like, I turn overed and he went to begin his turn. And I said, actually, do you mind if I re-roll that? Um, he said, I said, I, oh, I could have re-rolled that. Uh, he said, and then I said, no, because you rolled the armor. Never mind. And he was just like... Said, you know what? Well, just re-roll it. it's fun. And I, so he said. I said, okay, I'll re-roll it. And then, yeah, we carried on. And I mean, nothing changed, but it was nice. And he was a very nice guy. Um, yeah, great game. Um, yeah, I think he saw me getting battered a lot by the dice <laughs> and the team. He <laughs> was just like, take your re-roll, take your re-roll. It was, it was one I got people in coaching. Um, but yeah. Uh, my my strength four guy never left though. A lot. I think my other positions did. Uh, I think I was down to the yeah. I was down to the strength four guy and three linemen. Um,
0: yeah, by the end of it. So. Uh, oh, bless you! I mean, at least you had a straight before, guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, my story, my, the skill I earned after that game as well was uh, really good. Apparently, <laughs> safe pair of hands on a blitzer. Oh,
0: ugh! <laughs>
2: oh. I did not do too well on the skill. For... <laughs>
0: that's that's like the shadowing isn't it that's just like but I did use wow. it I'll come to that oh go, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, it's the only school that's worse than dump off uh, mill who did you get in round three uh I got I want
1: to say the name right here Jordan tibby I want to say that's how you pronounce his surname um, from our conversations i believe he also worked at warhammer i right?
0: think yeah i think jordan i think they, they worked yeah, together
1: he was telling me that the necro team that he was running is, sits in one of the cases there which is really cool it's that's a really nice amazing necro team yeah it's very cool um this game went very well for me this was the game i won i think it was a 2-1 yeah it must have been a 2-1 2-1 win for me the the skill up i got at the end of the last round was disturbing presence. 3-1 milk. Was it 3-1?
0: Oh yeah, no, no,
1: yes, no, 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 yes, it was 3-1. Yeah, no, no, it was 3-1. 3-1, yeah. Um, Which I wasn't wildly enthusiastic about, although I kind of had it in my head. Like like I said earlier, was I was not,
0: leaning... Not enough? Oh, no, the skill you weren't enthusiastic about. I thought you meant the three no, no, touchdowns. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 the three <laughs> touchdowns was
1: great. No, I like that. No, 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 the, 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 the skill before going into the game with the disturbing presence. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, look, there's a lot of Skaven teams, there's a lot of elf teams, there's potential for a lot of passing. You know, this could come in handy for interrupting. But yeah, again, didn't, didn't use it, didn't use Monstrous Mouth, and I kind of feel a bit like then like my my skills were just yeah didn't 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 really come of any use. So it was like playing round one again, but against the skilled up team. And that that was um, that was interesting. But yeah, no, this this game kind of tumbled for me. So the first half was was quite like a bit of back and forth. And then we were quite slow in the first half. I think we kind of finished the first half at a about the 40-minute, 40 45-minute mark. So we were we were quite slow on that. And, <clears throat> yeah, I started to get some casualties, started to clear a path. And then I think we were sort of 1-1 at that point. And then that second half, it was just boom, boom. Two more touchdowns, got it through. Um, yeah, had a really good game there. It was really good fun. And Jordan played really well as well. Uh, I, think, I think my dice are just a, a, a bit better. That's just way some of those those games go, isn't it? I just think the casualties kind of worked in my favor on that one, mm. um, and it was it allowed me to cut the pars. And, and I guess the thing, I mean, it's so funny about the disturbing presence thing because I mean, I wouldn't say that necro are particularly a team that passes, are they? I mean, zombies can't pass, and the the wraiths can't pass because none of them have got any hands, right? So. It's not going to do, do very much, is it? Um, but yeah, he utilised the werewolves really well. Um, but yeah, kind of thin thin the ranks and, and got through on
0: that one. Uh, nice. We had Rick still sitting on table one. He played against Jake uh, running Dark Elves. And uh, Rick just went full Rick and 3 won him with a casualty. So wow. at this point, uh, you know, we're kind of, you know, us guys sitting mid-table having a wonderful time. And Rick is sat there, still on table one. I did go up to him and just tell him he was just being proper lazy. I was like, "Look at us, Rick! Like, come on! I know you've driven all the way here, but you know you sat, on, you know, move around a bit." Uh, poor guy. Um, and yeah, so we went into round four, and uh, I mean, we'll we'll talk through our matches, and then we'll kind of. I I love the top table situation for this round. It was wicked to see, but uh, I got the highest i got the day i got i got got to table six and i played against chris brown and uh, i had a really good chat with chris over lunch as well um oh yeah this was yeah that was a fun situation um and um this is the really funny thing is he 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 was either on table six or i, I, I we he'd put his stuff on table six so i came over to table six and i was like oh chris how'd you get on mate and he's like yeah not bad did this to this he was also running skaven so you know skaven uh and we had a really good chat and then we both kind of started looking for our opponent before we kind of realized <laughs> i was like. <laughs> you're chris brown i'm playing you and he's like oh okay amazing which was really funny yeah so we just i just genuinely was just having a chat with him and i think he was having a chat with me and then we kind of realized that we were both waiting for each other to play um <laughs> which was wicked and he was uh i think he was running the same roster a pair of blitzes a thrower and a gutter a really lovely skaven team uh and it was a proper skaven shootout uh i ended up winning this one three two uh, and um, it was just full shenanigans. 3-2 with a casualty. It was just brilliant fun. We had everything. We had cheeky passes. We had end-to-end. Uh, sweeps we had a blitz a high kick it was just a really exciting game the, the uh the roger did all right again he wasn't stellar but he was just a threat and then actually getting that prehensile tail everywhere was good dauntless again did nothing but wasn't too fast tackle did all right wrestle went out first turn of the game uh he had a strip ball guy um a tackle guy and a blue for block guy so he had a pretty good amount of uh, some nice randoms on the skaven team but uh it was it was brilliant fun. Uh, we had a really good chat halfway through the game. He was showing us Howling Griffin's army, and I was like, "This is just so good." It was it was that kind of event, right, where actually you would just ended up having a chat with people, and it was so so good. Scaven shootout, I won it with a three-two. I was really happy. I was like, "Okay, well, you know what? Two wins, two draws, and I beat Scaven both times. So I beat the mirror match, so I can I can." I could be proud of that. I beat Skaven, and it was just a really good game against a really, really lovely guy, um, and it was just a, a wonderful kind of finish uh, for me. I was, I was just really, really happy with how that went. yeah, uh, uh, that's good. Trying to for me, I was trying to find you. Oh yeah, oh the yeah. bottom table, yeah, yeah.
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> after this point, after a draw and two losses, <laughs> I was on bottom table, and uh, I was facing off against David, who Rick had first round. He did the, yeah. the widows. Poor David was not having a good day. He was getting his Wood Elves. He, he just came up to me and was just like, I hate Wood Elves. I really hate them. And we are just setting up his team being just like, I hate this team. I hate them so much. And I'm just like, oh, it's good. It's good. I'm glad it's glad starting positive. Um, and uh, Oh, my yeah, God. I
0: just saw the score.
2: <laughs> it didn't help that... Yeah, the underscore was three one. Uh, these wood elves did break. Um, I hate wood elves. Let me help you with that. There was, there was a time when he was he was um he was moving out like a play, and he was just like, ah, "I could ah, I could leap there," and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool." He's like, "Yeah, but leap's just so bad now."
0: <laughs> just like it is. No, it's not. You just got to choose your moment real well yeah but Leap, uh, that moment Leap gives it. Um, you a four plus opportunity and with a re-roll that's that's excellent when you, you don't have re-rolls <laughs> yeah. then it is a little bit suicidal
2: yeah it was um yeah it was just it was just a brutal brutal battering it, uh, the nobility did what i expected them to do like earlier um and yeah what was my desperate measure that time uh I can't remember what I got that time come to me. But um yeah, it was yeah, brutal game. But a good game and David was lovely. So yeah, not we a bad way to it, finish. Stuck it through. Stuck it through. Yeah, I gained 10 places I think from that game so <laughs> finished 18s <laughs> rather than bottom which was all right. Yeah.
0: how about you man? How was how was the final round? Well, um
1: I got battered is probably the best way to describe <laughs> it. <laughs> So I played this was Ian against
0: Ian Booth's corn team. Oh, corn! Amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was the slightly. I mean, it's interesting because he had the um, blood spawn. Of course, that instantly outstrengths my strength four. He's got the frenzy in there, but more than anything, I think Ian took absolutely every one die block he possibly could and succeeded with it
0: oh well, that's I, like, amazing. I don't think there was
1: a single point where he failed a one die block he took hey dude and, yeah, if I just, I just got is on your side
0: I, I, I mean you you do it just,
1: yeah i mean yeah he did it and yeah all that like frenzy friend he was just like okay yeah i'll take the frenzy one die the thing is is you having to do a lot of one dice because of all the strength four i had of course so, um, but yeah, it paid off for him and I just wasn't able to maintain it. And I think we kind of had a bit of a trade at first, like a, um, alignment for alignment and then he just started knocking my guys down and I just had no defense for it. I just couldn't control it. And the, the frenzy pushes and everything, yeah, it was just brutal, brutal. And there was a couple of times, there was a few moments and I think, I think there was a moment that I made, I made the decision to play it safe, which I think was the correct calculated play, but probably wasn't the fun play, which would have actually been better. So he frenzied himself onto the edge of the pitch and I probably should have used my blitz to push him off, which would have even the kind of like mm. amount of players on both sides sounds but like a great blitz
0: milton we've been well, there before it, yes i know
1: but <laughs> instead i kind of just ended up flopping my ball carrier into the middle of nowhere and getting smacked about so <laughs> um yeah i don't know it was a fun game i had a good time It was lovely to play against and um it was just one of it was, we we ended in, in like 30 minutes i think we were the first people to finish that that last round it just went very quickly it was just Boom, down,
0: down, down. Okay, you stand up, you stand up. Next turn. Getting wiped, wiped, I'll do that to you. Um, uh, Now, the top table in, in round four. So, Rick had been there since round two. So, game two, game three, and game four, our buddy Rick is on top table. Now, Rick was on the top table for two rounds, rounds two and three, our last streamed tournament, I think um bonehead Bowl, and it was so good to see rick on the top table and there he was back again and he was up against lord zug himself right steve cross which is awesome so in my little world my little blood bowl sphere i was like oh, this is a celebrity clash like this is amazing <laughs> like this is like you know as you grow up as a kid and you're like who would win between superman and batman and you're just like oh, i don't care it was very much like this i was like oh who's gonna win zugs or zog or, or or rick um And um, uh, we came over and they were like exhausted and they had a heck of a game. And and basically the the, the story as I heard it was they had a great first half, one all draw. Second half, uh, Steve running humans scored on turn 12. All right, turn six of the second half, went two one up, had one turn remaining. And was just like that, you know, at at that point, both of the guys were like, this has been a brilliant game. Um, They set up they roll the kick it's high kick oh no and the elven catcher mooches into the neutral zone right next to steve cross's line of scrimmage catches the ball and just dodges out goes straight in for the equalizer so the turn 12 one turn touchdown equalizer from rick there to go tied on the top table and just i'm gutted like that wasn't streamed because just what an incredible moment and an incredible game and they were both and all the because you know what top table's like right people start crowding towards the yeah. end it's like oh, what's going on we did it when chris when uh green skin phil was taken on rick at the top table we're like oh what's going on what's going on like you guys all right Ooh, looks very serious <laughs> i just wish we'd seen that last turn touchdown um but i mean what an awesome way awesome way to hit it up and um then we all had another half an hour break had a mooch had a beer had a chat it was wonderful uh and then they did the awards and they did a couple of great things at this event one was the microphone and i'm thinking we need a microphone now like that might have to go on the on the podcast wish list of items that i don't need but we really do need um and the second was the fact that because it's in the big hall they got a big projector and it is a big projector and it's so cool. And they got to go through the prizes. So uh, the most casualties was Ian Revell with eight. Uh, there we are. Dirty Dan's Filthy Git, which was the most uh, Most players sent off for fouling, which was Fred, uh, our, our opponent, Ben, uh, with two. Now, in sevens, you don't get a lot of fouls, right? So the fact he managed to get two players off for sent off for fouling is actually quite brutal, I think, in sevens. Uh this is not Adam Pike or Drew Creedy just putting the boots in all the time. It's sevens as a calculated risk. Uh then you had the best lineman competition, which I thought was really cool. So at lunchtime, everyone could submit a lineman. Oh, actually, you know what, I've got to give it to my old iPhone 10. Well, it's done a good job yeah um yeah. i've taken that zooming in picture and Stu one who i was uh your opponent wasn't that's it? who i played against yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah lovely norse lineman the second place lineman was tom with uh this beautiful halfling like some really nice shading and stuff like that and then paul blunt green skin phil's brother right uh-huh. Yeah, got the first place best lineman it's a gorgeous team like i think a lot of
2: people have seen this team by now because it's posted have got a lot but it's like proper like frozen base north team yeah unreal Out huge outrageous. fan of his painting
0: uh it was really cool really cool to see that really cool that they called it out for the award uh then we had uh, mighty zog's wall of steel which was the least touchdowns conceded which was jay claire like you guys said lead games designer for blood bowl clearly mm. knows how to play some solid blood bowl there <laughs> uh who also took the second place award and uh third place i've done this in the wrong order that's my bad was 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 <laughs> green skin phil our buddy and a friend uh you know fellow wobbler who was running a, yep. a, a very lovely underworld roster with a snotling because he was like i can't i can't not take a snotling i've got to take a snotling <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Snotling did very well, managed to grab a third place, which was amazing to see. And Rick took the McMurty's Fair Play Award, which was He's the guy here ship. at the rules. Yeah, it's coming up. I, I couldn't okay. I couldn't take a photo of it because I was I was going yeah. up and collecting the award. Um, and yeah, so Rick actually won the day, went and won the event. And the sportsmanship trophy. And he was personally... Very good going. Yeah, really, really chuffed. Because he said that the bloke game, the award said, person who wins the tournament doesn't often win the sportsmanship as well. And he was like, so, so great. And that's just such a, such a cool moment for Rick to to actually go to the Games Workshop land, play in the Games Workshop tournament and absolutely win it. And me being skaven, Oh, I'm a Pringles. I never got a chance to eat those Pringles. I did win the most touchdowns and I was really, uh, really happy with that. I was really happy with that. It kind of got to round two, and I was talking to people, and I was, they were like, "Oh yeah, one, one one nil or two one," and I'm like, "I got a chance here." So you're saying, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? Uh, and because you know, I, I, I like Skaven. I, I try very hard to score lots in Skaven, um, and I, I did it. I was really happy with that. And then we got the the whole, uh, whole ranking up on there. So Rick was first with seven points jay chris steve and myself uh and chris fitzsimmons all with six points uh with the tiebreakers going to bonus points there but nine touchdowns rick got eight touchdowns uh and i think there was one or two though just one with seven which was jake uh and I mean, we had Jake, Peter, Alec, Paul Blunt, Ian Booth, Andrew Primack, all the way from Brighton, Ian Revell, Papa Z, you had Fred, James Brown, Chris Brown, Stu Miller, Ben Russell, there you are, number 18, Matt Risby, one of my opponents, 19, Tom Heather, Milton, 21, Simon Bolf, 22, Tom Fox, 23, Jordan, 24, Ray, 25, Richard Unwin, 26, Robert Wilson and David, 27 and 28, and... That was kind of the the wrap for the score. Oh, that's Ben's table again. There we go. Oh, I I, <laughs> it's a cool table, and I thought it was wicked. And like the highlight for me, well, I was too, the highlight was meeting everybody and having so many good chats about Blood Bowl. But three wobblers in the top five. Yeah, that's good. Rick one, Chris Greenskin Phil, three, uh, and me five. I was like, yay! top three top five wobblers this is wicked Uh, yeah when the other
2: two are the designer and the famous
0: Uh, (laughs) slug. yes and steve cross (laughs) pretty good yeah yeah. the designer and his friend (laughs) (laughs) it was uh it was it was awesome um now i appreciate we've been kind of gabbing for quite a while so i don't want to keep everybody forever but there's there's kind of a a couple of things i do want to touch on um we use the best coast pairing app uh for this as well as recording the scores on paper um mm. how do we feel about the best coast pairing app uh it, it worked whether you yeah it worked i can see why they used it they used to it um
2: it was kind of irrelevant for our day because it was never used for yeah. scores it was just pairings um yeah i uh, i mean it worked i yeah. think if you actually had scores with it it would have been better but
0: yeah um yeah I mean, I'm still annoyed that I paid four forty nine to look at the rosters and the rosters are all locked. So I'm like, that's that's a bit that's annoying. Really annoying. I was like, Oh, because yeah. you know, before the episode, like Milton took screenshots of the rounds, which was great. And I was like, I oh, don't know, look, I'm happy. I'll pick up the subscription for a month so I can go and we can talk through the rosters of the team you know, what people had actually played. Mm. And uh it didn't didn't work like that. Um it was all right. I mean, it, it's it's not dissimilar to how we do things. Uh, from a checking out the rounds point of view, like we have our information on the website and the TV. You've got it on the Best Coast Pairings app, but you can see what table you're on. Um, Worked very similarly. I did like that. Like you said, Ben, I, I mean, I didn't realise I was supposed to be writing on the sheet for the first two rounds. I was just putting it into the, the app. It wasn't until like round three, my opponent was like, oh, can you sign the sheet? And I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> mm. yeah. I was like, I'll just put it in the app.
1: Um, and then having to do your own maths on the back.
0: Oh yes, that was interesting. Um and then Yeah, so to
2: like work out your cut points, your bonus points, put all of them on the back and it was a lot of trust, a lot of player trust. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think, you know, I think everything, you know, was was fair and accurate.
0: Like, I had to give yeah, myself I... like three bonus points just
2: to beat you, Milton. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, the thing I did feel for was the uh the Blooming TOs. I was like, well, I thought it was really good they'd given themselves half an hour between finish up and, and the awards. Yeah. I was like, that's cool, I like that, you know. Uh, we might have to steal that or something, um, but then I realised it's because they had twenty eight players worth of information of four rounds. They had over a hundred and you know, a hundred and ten data points, uh, well, data sets to input, and I was like, "Oof, that is miserable." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys did Beachhead, right? And we had what seventy players on the Saturday over three rounds, uh, but that was only thirty five each round. So, uh, you know, overall, we had less information to input over three rounds of 70 player tournament than they had of a four round sevens tournament for, for, for 28 guys i was like yeah that's, that's 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 brutal big
1: overhead isn't it yeah but i mean i it was- mean it, look it worked and i don't think there was a single problem Mm-mm-mm. as in like i don't think there was a single complaint there was nobody had any issues running the app nobody had any issues submitting their information okay it was a little bit confusing and maybe could have been a bit better communicated about filling the sheet out
0: but to be fair, they did tell us worked. all at registration. I just was then like, oh, I've put it in the app. This is fine. That was that. So that was entirely on me. And I got more appreciation for some of the things where I'm like, I have to, we have to remind coaches to like write their name on the bit of paper and stuff. Um, and I'm like, okay, I get it now. Like I just merrily yeah. went my way using the app and not telling anybody anything. And I'm like, okay, lesson you're, you're one
1: of those people. There. <laughs> I am
0: apparently. <laughs> I, well, I have yeah. a world having great conversations with everybody. <laughs> I'll get it. Um, uh i was i'm not gonna lie like i was just super hoping that the app would be amazing and we could be like "Ooh, this is gonna be so much easier for us but uh, not not quite what we need um and then just can you imagine like translating the data to the miserable system that the NAF uses
2: utterly miserable
0: system I mean, we, I'll just build an XML converter. It's not a problem. Anyway, we won't be changing what we're doing. We, but there's definitely a couple of things we can learn from it. Um, and the second thing I wanted to, to just chat about with you guys was the, the actual rule set. Um, because, you know, we don't often get a chance to play in tournaments, really, because we're always TOing. And this rule set, without a skill allocation, without a tier allocation, with just random skills... With no NAF rankings or anything like that to worry about. Oh, God, it was just amazing. It was amazing. It was like those days where you really don't know what to cook so you just find things from the freezer and chuck them in the oven at 180 yeah. for 20 minutes <laughs> was- and then cover it with ketchup. It was magical. It was beans, fish fingers, smiley faces. It was <laughs> wonderful. Tempura prawns just because you got loads. It was, uh, It was magic and I loved it and I know that it wasn't a cohesive kind of competitive set and the scoring system which we'll bring up and talk about as well but i personally i don't know it was just like i i I think i'll tell you what this might help
2: i what i got out of it was a really fun day and chill day of playing sevens and i think that's what we wanted from it
0: yes yeah
2: i don't think i got a competitive gaming experience out
1: of it if i'm being honest yeah i i have to if 100% that's... agree with you there ben because effectively i played game one four times because <laughs> my skills never came up
2: yeah yeah exactly exactly like, literally, there, not really like, any, like... There,
1: there were other people playing game four while i was playing game one again you mean Rick- and, like yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. You know, yes. like Rick rolled some fantastic kick, skills. Kick my, block and
0: like, sure hands or something. <laughs> and
1: and the thing is, is like there was nothing necessarily wrong with my skills, although I didn't mention the last skill I got, which was prehensile tail. Again, a fine skill, maybe not so great against corn because they're not going to be like dodging out, are they? Very much. <laughs>
0: Very well, um, I will punch you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Enough. Um. Yeah. And so you know, I kind of looked at it and I was like, well, necro necro corn, were my kind of pre level up things and i was looking at i was like mm, half of these mutations are literally useless against those teams like they're not going to be in play like so yeah maybe it wasn't the best strat maybe i could have looked at going somewhere else
0: general skills um, would have been better
1: yeah it would have probably been a better choice but regardless of that i could have still rolled rubbish in general skills and just like had nothing and played game one again Four times, and look, it was fine. But you were spot on there, BT. With like, I wanted to have fun. I had four really fun games, and but I didn't get a competitive experience out of it because I just felt disadvantaged as a result of the pack. And I feel like that's
0: fair. Um, I yeah. think. I think it was as advertised, <clears throat> and I, I think, and we knew that going in, and I was well on board with it. And because exactly. we, all, because we all knew that, I mean, we've all been there where it's where we've had that kind of um the competitive cloud right you get a little bit of rage around the outside uh because you know actually i don't think there was a glimmer of that in the entire hall and i think it's because a lot of people just like i'm gonna play and there's gonna be some skills and it's gonna be different and it might be fun it might be bad it might be good and you just kind of live in the moment which was very much kind of like the theme for the day and and it's kind of like my new year's resolution this year was to just spend more time playing games and talking to people and having fun and just living and i am super happy with the way the event was organized and brought about it, it, it absolutely nailed it for me um the the points were interesting um so it was uh, mm. tournament points two for a win one for a draw and there was bonus points uh, for uh, you got one bonus point for scoring three or more TDs in a game. One bonus point for causing three or more casualties in a game and one bonus point for as uh, conceding zero touchdowns. Um, and, you know, looking at the pack, you're kind of like, yeah, fine. That makes sense. And it wasn't until uh, after round two, one of the other guys was like, ah, oh, I've had a nil-nil draw, a nil-nil draw. I've got more points than you, Ben. I was like, I've scored four touchdowns. <laughs> which I, I mean i'm not fussed but i was just kind of like they've just kind of like that make a lot of sense because they were like why well, are you on this table and 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 i'm on this table like if you, you, you lost a game and i was like no two all draw two all draw and they were like ah bonus points for the conceding zero touchdowns And <laughs> i was like oh okay that was not what i was expecting i mean it didn't really matter but
2: um i had a different stance i actually really like the scoring system that... i really liked it a lot i would have actually preferred it with five games though I think four was a little bit too slim for the scoring system. I think five with this system is really cool because there were, the scores were so tight. Like if you saw the um, like ranking again, there was not a lot in it. Those bonus Mm. points were the way to win. And like, like Rick had three wins and a draw. Like no one had four wins Mm. and it just made this like super tight thing. But even if someone did have four wins, some of these points can overtake that. Mm -hmm. And I, that's why i think spread across five i think you get that granularity and you can start going into your like fourth and fifth games thinking okay what do i need points. to win i need nil nil draws to win actually. yeah like nil nil draws would get me through and you can play for that um you can go for that like, really defensive and you can kind of shift and i, I like that i think it, i think it worked really well i mean not a few I, bottom tape,
0: but. What, what i meant to do was run the results through um our scoring system yeah that would be interesting um just to see the difference i mean ultimately rick was the only person who went three wins at a draw so he would have won in our scoring system anyway yes. um, because, Yeah, because you know they got and uh
2: the... well you had a lot of tds yeah i think you only wanted to get three bonus points in tds oh but it wasn't across
0: the game was it it was nine no, it was, it was, it was yeah. two 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 three yeah, yeah um yeah. and um it wouldn't have changed the winner which is absolutely fine but it, it, it just it's just a different way of doing it and i i I even, I even really like this scoring system for this event because it, it really, I don't know, it's not like it doesn't matter, but like it it kind of, I don't know, it, it tones down the pressure a little bit as well because it's like, oh, we've got six points instead of, ooh, you know, I mean, if this was our scoring system with sevens, Two wins, 40 points, two draws, 20 points. So 60 points, nine touchdowns, 69 points, then five casualties or whatever it was. So I would have ended up with 74 points. And then maybe someone else was on 73 because we do that because we run three game events for 11s, right? So that score needs to be granular every single time. Um, Yeah. And I think it adds a little bit more, I don't know, visceral awareness of the granular parts of the score. Whereas this, I, like you yeah, say I Ben, agree. was kind of like, eh, draw, but it could be a three point draw or a naught point draw, you know? And yeah. and I, I definitely see I I there is a there's a gentle elegance to it. You know? Yeah, it worked.
2: It worked. And it was interesting to see. I don't think it ever really felt unfair um the only thing i think was unfair was the skill thing but we talked about that it was unfair but fun and that's blood bowl so
0: unfair but fun but it's sevens and that's how it
2: works that should be the tagline on the front of the rule book shouldn't it blood bowl unfair but fun
0: unfair (laughs) but
2: fun
0: i think that's about right um anything else you guys want to touch on um oh
2: yeah one more thing sorry i won't take too much time it's very late um uh, it was fun to have, like, chat at the end. And I would say, going to a next event, I would actually think I'd stay for another night. Yes. I'd leave really early, but I think that would just shatter you for the evening. I think I'd do two nights and stay because he, when seeing everyone in Bugman's, was like, amazing. having a beer, playing, like, <clears throat> all cry, playing, like, more oh, Blood Bowl. Yeah. Some people and like... They it was were just playing like, it was like, boarding board. actions. Yeah, it was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was full. The bar was full of people... Mm-hmm just having a really fun time with beers and like board games and it was just like this is the best i really want to hang around but we have to go home
0: Uh, that was going to be my my final thing to mention was just like how awesome it was to meet and chat with so many people it was uh, it was so awesome i bumped into a bunch of uh, you know a few different games workshop staff Uh, some guy actually emailed me afterwards um rich from the audio team he was like he was like are you but you know, you're a podcast. I was like, Adam, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like, oh, you're the reason I ended up working at Games Workshop. Like, wow, okay, got, got, wow. Into, got into Blood Bowl and listened to the podcast, and it was just so cool to literally be amongst our people, right? Um, like, and it was such a cool environment. And the fact is, you know, we, I, I it's a, it's, I'm not gonna lie, it's, I guess, it's a bit of a dream. I got to sit and have a beer with the lead designer of Games Workshop, who turns out to just be an outrageously lovely bloke. Who was yes. like, guys, you know, you're going to disappear or do you want to sit around for a beer? And he sat down, bless his heart. I don't, I assume that he mingles with gamers. So I assume he, he knew what he was getting himself in for, but it was very much a case of like, oh, you know, this, <laughs> the interrogation. You know Like, you interrogation. Like, you know, how many of you are there is what he asked. And I was like, oh, four of us. He was like, okay, cool. I'll go grab a table. Let's go have a beer. I was like, fantastic. Yeah. And then that four quickly became 12 because, oh. and that was just awesome. You know, Papa Z came and sat down. Andrew Prymick came and sat down. The Blunts came and sat down. It was just like this big table of, right, Jay. What what happened here? Like, what's the story <laughs> here? Like, what's going on with this? And I felt I felt both super excited and happy, and also terrible. I was uh, very grateful. I was really grateful. Recently. Yeah, I'm very Honestly. grateful. It was. Yeah, um, his it was the way he came across was awesome. He's like, you can ask me. I probably won't tell you. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. <he'd, laughs> and he didn't tell us anything, uh, but heavily, heavily, heavily hinted that that Slan probably aren't coming back. <laughs> but i live in yeah. hope i live in hope even when we sat down uh, he was like right guys what's what team would you want to see in blood bowl and genuinely looked at me and was like not you i already know i was like oh <laughs> squigs come on <laughs> and none of you people said squigs even papa z next to me i was like somebody mentioned squigs and you guys were Aww. like oh Slun ash at which point it was yeah. like Slun ash okay uh, i was like oh yeah. frog people bring them back um
1: They're going to be
0: purple from people. Uh, Well, yeah, tentacle. One thing I think, I feel like, and this is completely just, this is completely sky stuff. I feel like he was excited when we started talking about a giant team. Mm. Yeah, he, like, he did get in. I heard so. I was like, how would well, that work? How could that work? Yeah, like, yeah, the, think the about that, yeah. churning, didn't like they? A, they like, like a like a giant sprue with a bunch of nobblers on it. So actually, you could pick up the giant and have the noblars for the team. You could pick up another giant, and have more nobblers. Yeah, you know,
2: you want you want you want a star giant and some swarming players. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Like,
0: oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, you know what? So if, if a giant team lands in Blood Bowl in the future, I feel like. Drinking with Jay is the sponsor of the giant team. I I don't feel like it's going to happen. Take him out on Wednesday. See what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wine Wednesdays, uh, Theory Hammer Thursdays, Um, (laughs) Theory Team Thursdays. But I mean, it was awesome. It was just an absolute hobby highlight. Uh, We took time out. We had a holiday. We went to HQ. We saw a, a, a massive amount of awesome people. Uh, and it was just absolutely brilliant fun. Uh, I had had a wonderful time. I cannot wait to do it again because it was just just brilliant. And we'll do it again. Yes, Yes. definitely. Apparently there's some stuff happening in July, isn't there? I need to... um... July or June. I remember. They said they'd announce it in April, so well fingers crossed uh, well i think i i heard the dungeon bowl bit and i was like hoo, 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 hoo. it was
2: a three day wasn't it friday saturday yeah. sunday yeah, yeah which, 11, which might be
0: a stretch yeah. but i, I the, oh, I'm, I'm there for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll we'll have to have to see that one but no i mean it was awesome fun so a massive thank you to everybody who came and said hello and and put up with us as it was it was awesome absolutely it was awesome. really good um right guys i think it's best we wrap up for the night Because it's, what is it, it's Warhammer preview in three hours or something, I feel like. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is, actually. Four hours, six minutes until Epic is announced. So that's very exciting. (laughs) Or not. Interestingly, this podcast will come out after the reviews. So who knows? Maybe there'll be some excited, like, videos with me going, Epic, 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 and or a squig team. So who knows? Um, We we all know it's vampires, Right. (laughs) that is the rumor uh, that, that's, <laughs> that's also been, everyone keeps on about it's been the rumor People since what? september, never september? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like the tree man it's just gonna get pushed back and back and back oh,
1: dear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right anyway guys nice to catch up yeah likewise
1: yes ah
0: magical right thanks very much guys for watching we'll be back soon with more proper content happy blocking